Classic tracks and classic races only on Manx Radio TT365. In the 1980s, the Formula One TT trophy was practically the property of one man, William Joseph Dunlop. Yaman won every race from 1983 to 1988, and his grip on the title was only broken after a serious crash at Brands Hatch in 1989 put him out of that year's TT. By the time he was ready to contend for the top spot once more, he had competition from a new crop of TT stars, including prolific winners Steve Hislop and Phil McCallan. Joey carried on accumulating wins in other classes, including the 1995 senior, but by 2000, even some of his many fans believed the days of Yaman winning races on the big bikes were over. 1999 had seen the emergence of David Jeffries as a TT-winning force. Three wins in a week, and with evidence of plenty more to come. Practice week at TT2000 saw DJ record quick times on all of his machinery, including the very trick VNM Yamaha he would ride in the Formula One race. Added to the dominant form of Jeffries was the indifferent handling and lack of power from Dunlop's VTR SP1. It gives a good measure of the respect which Honda held for the Bally Money Man that when he asked for more power, a full work-spec world superbike motor was flown to the island specially for him, along with accompanying technicians. Come the first race day of TT2000, and the scene was set for a classic duel between Joey, the king of the mountain, and young gun, David Jeffries. We're, what, into the last 30 seconds or so before the start of this first race of a brand new century. And the Minister of Sport, Kate Hoey MP, is about to drop the flag for the start of the six-lap Duke TT Formula One race. Number one, Ian Locker, fifth last year, and a member of the winning club team gets the Yamaha 1000. The race underway comes from Roos, a popular rider here, rode in the Manx Grand Prix, competes in the Southern 100, and loves racing around the TT course, and a very, very pleasant gentleman he is indeed. Always ready to stop and have a word. He won't be stopping anywhere for a word now, though, for the next hour or so, but but just under two hours. So the tension is mounting. You can feel it up here. The flag drops and we're underway. The first race of year 2000 and Ian Locker on the Yamaha 1000 gets away. Next will be number two, Nigel Davies from Clanethley. Seventh last year and a silver replica winner. He's got the Flitwick Yamaha. And now Joey Dunlop, the man who's a legend in his own lifetime with the VTR SP1. Runner-up last year. You may remember he led for the first two laps. Let's hear Joey go. And following him, also on an SP1, is number four, John McGuinness. Number five, Ian Duffus, third last year on the Fireblade he's opted for. Number six, Gary Dines, eighth last year, he's opted for the 500 Yamaha YZ. Number seven, Michael Rutter with the VNM Yamaha R1. Gets the signal, he's away safely. To the first seven on their way. Number eight will be next, that's Blair Deggerholm from New Zealand, riding the Wilson and Collins Kawasaki. Last year's winner, David Jeffries, the fastest lap, the Manufacturers Team Award, silver replica. There goes Jeffers. Front wheel pouring the air as he puts the power down under the Suzuki banner and disappears round that S-bend at the top of Bray Hill. Number 10 is Jason Griffiths. I say S-bend because literally the speed they are going, it is literally an S-bend. They crank to the right, 
and then to the left and that's the sound of the Ducati of number 11 James Courtney for, and that's the wheel, biggest wheelie so far he's almost under the bridge before the wheel comes down number 12 the Glaswegian Jim Moody with the fire blade he's away safely number 13 lucky for some unusual to see this but Ewell Duncan doesn't mind Ewell Duncan he gets away safely next will be number 14 that is Sean Harris Sean Harris from New Zealand and I think it's time to take a quick break Boing It's time for bed said Zebedee Protection beyond convention FM Helmets One day you might meet Carl Fogarty One day you will find the bike of your dreams One day you might find that elusive accessory One day you may find a show that's actually exciting the new International Scooter and Motorcycle Show, the NEC Birmingham from the 10th to the 19th November. The ultimate day out. When you're at the greatest road racing festival in the world, you need the greatest selection of clothing to mark the event. Make sure you visit the shopping area behind the grandstand. It's open all day, every day, and you'll find the official TT clothing from fleeces to polos, jackets to caps. Plus, there's refreshments available all day. So stop at the shopping center behind the grandstand. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Since we had that break, number 15, Mark Flynn, 16, Adrian Archibald, 17, Gordon Blackley, 18, Gary Carswell, 19, Brian Gardner, 20, Chris Heath, 21, Simon Smith, 22, Paul Hunt. Nice to see him back again after a spill at the Northwest last year. He's away safely. And this is number 23, Johnny Barton, 26 last year. Lives now in Crosby in the Isle of Man. Number 24, Steve Day, Yamaha R1. He was a 750 class winner in last year's production TT finished 24th in this race last year and got a bronze replica. A couple of uh, non-starters now, number 25, Richard the Milky Bar Kid Quail from Douglas in the Isle of Man, double Manx Grand Prix winner last year. His best chance obviously will come in the 250 and 600 races. Number 26, John Hepburn gets away safely. A change of number there, if you missed it before, he's not 84, he's riding number 26, that's John Hepburn. 27, there's Steve Linsdall, Steve Linsdall with the Flitwick Yamaha, we're told it's Flitwick, not Flitwick. 28, Jim Hudson will be getting the signal next, but time to go to Motorcycle News, Glen Helen. Yes, indeed, Peter. We look towards the first left-hander before the short right to see will it be in locker due any moment now. The crowd begin to rise. There must be a machine coming very soon. One flashes round that first left-hander into the right. It is number one. It's locker through. Round the long, sweeping left-hander and away from us. So Ian Locker, number one, first away and leads on the road. Will he have pulled out any time over Davis? It looks as though he may have done because Davis is not with us and that must be more than ten seconds. But the crowd cheer. There's Davis McDonald right behind him. And Dunlop's caught up that 10 seconds on that first and a half mile run. He's got uh, Davis in his sights. Very, very quick there. Could I just remind spectators here not to use flash cameras? It's very dangerous indeed. We've had a word from the marshals, but Dunlop absolutely flying. He's caught up a lump of time there. There's number four, John McGuinness. As the flash cameras go off again, very, very stupid indeed. There's certainly a way to our ride here. Would you please cover up the flashes? But Dunley, Dunlop absolutely flying. So maybe those slick tyres have done the job. Number five, Ian Duffus, third place for him last year on the Fireblade. So just to recap, it was Locker, but uh, 
Joey Dunlop was very much uh, behind Nigel Davis and I suspect by now we'll be ahead of him and we'll be second on the road. Seven now is through Michael Rutter, followed by six, so he's got ahead of Gary Dines. Gary Dines down a little bit on power on that 500. That's not surprising, but uh, Michael Rutter has got safely past him, so we look for, uh, I suppose, Jeffries now, and we'll shuffle the times as soon as we can. But Joey Dunlop absolutely flying. This is going to be one race, that's for sure. And here is number nine, David, David Jeffries, ahead of number eight there, Blair Deggerholm. Blair, who was 12th last year from New Zealand on that Wilson and Collins Kawasaki, but already in that nine-and-a-half-mile run, David Jeffries has pulled out uh, over 10 seconds on Blair Deggerholm and uh, has overtaken him on the road. He's behind uh, Michael Rutter and Gary Dines, but Joy Dunlop was the one who was flying. We'll give you the times as soon as we can. Number 10, local man Jason Griffiths from Ramsey. Sixth place for him uh, last year. And he's safely through, but I can tell you it's Dunlop that leads. It's Dunlop that leads by two seconds with David Jeffries. Number 12 now, Jim Moody on the Fireblade. So fantastic news here at Glen Helen after just nine and a half miles. Joey Dunlop by two seconds from number nine, David Jeffries. In third place, number seven, Michael Butter. Number 11 now is James Courtney. Almost sedate compared to those that have gone before, but uh, he's going well, having a look to see where the damp patches may be as number 13, Ewell Duncan, goes through. And quite obviously, he's caught up time there on uh, James Courtney. James, who was fourth last year in this event. 14 now is Sean Harris. Another of the New Zealanders on the PJO King, uh, Yamaha, the R1. But uh, Joey Dunlop, absolutely tremendous through here. He's ahead on corrected time of David Jeffries by two seconds. One second further back on that is number seven, Michael Rutter. A tremendous uh, first nine and a half for him as well in third place. Number 15 now is Mark Flynn. So just three seconds separate the first three. Number 16 is next Adrian Archibald. Adrian, who was a retirement in the pits last year. Adrian on that Dow Britain Honda 900. 17 next is the Gordon Blackley. 14th for him last year on the Kawasaki. We've got to joint men in fourth place. And they are numbers one, Ian Locker. Number four, John McGuinness. And number 12, Jim Moody. We can't separate them in fourth place. Just behind number seven, uh, Michael Rutter. We then move down to 7th place, and that's number 2, Nigel Davis, 18 and 19 in close proximity there. Gary Carswell, the local competitor, but Ryan Gardner had caught up time on him. They were 15th and 11th last year, respectively, but it's Joy Dunlop who leads by 2 seconds from number 9, David Jeffries. Jeffries in turn, 1 second ahead of Michael Rutter. Then in joint 4th place, number 1, Ian Locker, 4, John McGuinness, and number 12, uh, Jim Moody. They, in turn, have a three-second advantage then over seventh-place man number two, Nigel Davis. So Nigel Davis, although uh, second uh, number two, number 20, just uh, take that one through there, it's Chris Heath, 22 and 21. Paul Hunt, Big H is there with Simon Smith, so they've safely negotiated that furnace nine and a half miles. But Joey Dunlop flying through here, two seconds ahead of number nine, David Jeffries. David on the V&M Yamaha, so it's Honda ahead of the Yamaha by two seconds. One second further back is number seven, Michael Rutter. Then uh, in joint fourth place, a couple of seconds back on that, number one, Ian Locker with number four, John McGuinness, and number 12, Jim Moody. They are three seconds ahead of number two, Nigel Davis, who is in seventh. That's 24 going through now is Steve Day. Three seconds actually separate number seven, Michael Rutter, from that battle for fourth place, one, four, and 12, 23. John Barton, another of the locals on the Ducati. You could probably hear that. 26 now is uh, John Hepburn. That's the change of number. John, who was 19th last year, moved up from uh, number 84, riding at number 26 on the R1 Yamaha. Another of the New Zealanders. The sun comes out here now. Roads drying all the time and conditions pretty well perfect for racing. Hardly any wind. 28 and 27 close together. Jim Hodson, Steve Linsdale. Steve, who was uh, 20th last year. Another one on the Flitic Yamaha. 
I was uh, taken to task over that and told it is Flitwick and not Flitwick, but the news at uh, Glen Helen lap one is it's a lead for Joey Dunlop by two seconds from nine, David Jeffries. He in turn one second ahead of Michael Rutter, three seconds further back, number one, Ian Locker, four, John McGuinness, 12, Jim Moody, then two, five, six and ten. With that, back to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. I'm working myself up into an absolute frenzy, said Ermintrude. FM Helmets, protection beyond convention. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Profis fahren Arai. Arai-Helme, weltweit die Nummer 1. Holt euch eure Arai-Helme in Deutschland in allen Goto-Helm-Studios. Übrigens, Goto-Helm-Studio und die Freizeitidee bieten super Reisetouren für euren nächsten Inseltrip an. Arai, there's a difference. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. We've noticed one additional non-starter, number 47, as we now get number 68 away. And number 68, that's Kevin Ago Murphy on a Honda VFR 750R. 69 now gets the signal, but we don't want to miss the leaders in Ramsey, so let's go straight away now to Motorcycle News, Ramsey Hairpin. Yes, right in the heart of Motorcycle News country, the spectators down there at Stella Maris begin to stir, and they may just have heard the background noise as the riders thunder down from schoolhouse. No, the wa- programs are waving. It could be Joey leading on the road. Is this the programs waving to indicate Joey? No, a little bit premature. Perhaps that was just a little wave for our mentions of them down there. Yes, I think it is, uh, so uh, let's not get too excited. But that's the big question. Will Joey be leading on the road with the VT R-S-P-W. We'll know very shortly the noise in the background. And it is Joey Lee. No, it's Locker. It's Locker. Locker leads. Locker leads for Hector Oh, Here comes Ian Locker. Ian Locker, number one. Gingerly through. Now, here's the man. Here's the man. Number three. Here's your man, William Joseph. Oh, and he's got his race face on. There's no two ways about that. Number two, Cap Davis. He's past Cap Davis on the road. Those uh, 13 miles, is it? Or uh, eight miles, uh, 15 miles down there from Glen Helen up toward us here at uh, Ramsey. Now, here's John McGuinness on the very much more standard SD1, the machine that is being used in the uh, British uh, Superbike Championship series. Is very, very different to that machine that is being ridden by William Joseph Dunlop. Believe you me, Joey Dunlop's uh, World Superbike engine will probably rev 1,000 revs higher than the machine that uh, is being ridden by John McGuinness. As we await 30 seconds, we've got 20 seconds or more to go before uh, uh, DJ gets interviewed. This is number five. This is Ian Duffers. Now here's DJ. This is uh, Michael Rutter. Now Michael Rutter on the first of the VNM machines. That's a nice gentle approach from Michael Rutter. 43, 45, 15 seconds. Anything less than one minute and DJ will be leading anything more than one minute and it should be William Joseph that leads this one. Number six, this is the uh, four-cylinder ex-Grand Prix YZF two-stroke ex-Frederick Protart machine that ran in the Grand Prix. It's Jeffries and he's on the board, but he's not leading at the moment. He's losing ground to William Joseph. The gap goes up slightly more. It's six and a half seconds. It looks as if Joey Dunlop has increased that advantage to 6.5 seconds from what was two seconds down there at Glen Helen. This is number eight Blair Degholm coming in towards us on the ex-Simon Beck uh, 750 uh, 
Kawasaki. So Joey Dunlop on the 15 miles run from Glen Helen right the way down towards us here at Ramsey has increased by some uh, four and a half seconds. Number 10, this is Jason Griffiths. Jason who went so well in practice on the Ray Cowles R1 Yamaha. We got the R71s, we got the R171s. We'll talk about those later, but this is Jim Moody, number 12. Jim Moody, seven times a TT winner, got the Dunlop boots on that Honda Fireblade and a very relaxed Jim Moody it was this morning when I spoke to him. Right, who have we got then? It's uh, that uh, two seconds back uh, in third place, number 20. That is uh, number 20? No, that's wrong. He's uh, just shifting his position there. That would be Chris Heath. So what have we got? We've got Dunlop, five and a half seconds ahead, three from nine. That is that six seconds. He's rounded it up to six seconds. I say five and a half. Doesn't really matter. Joey Dunlop is the leader and increasing. Jeffrey's just one second ahead of, and I wait for Patrick O'Hanlon, my timekeeper extra, Michael Rutter. Michael Rutter in third place, just one second down on David Jeffries. This is number 13, Ewell Duncan. Number 11, that's the Ducati of James Courtney. And number 14, the Flying Kiwi. That is Sean Harris. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. And Sean Harris almost catapulted himself out of the saddle. A rather lazy run through the hairpin. Got on the gas, the back wheel bit, and almost catapulted him out of the saddle. Adrian Archibald, number 16, on the Chris Dowd Randallstone Builders uh, Honda Britain Firebrade, the current leader of the Irish Championships in fourth place then some uh, seven seconds down on Michael Rutter it is Cap Davis now that is a genuine R71 that is a R7 chassis with a 1000 engine on board 15 and 17 15 Mark Flynn nice to see Mark Flynn back at the circuit he had that horrendous smash here a couple of years ago he's ahead of Bagpuss Gordon Blackley and Gordon Blackley some three weeks ago at the British Superbike round at uh, Alton Park just about totaled his 750 Kawasaki when the pace car came out Duffus is there in fifth position. So we've got Dunlop leading by six seconds from Jeffries who is one second up on Michael Rutter as numbers 19 and 18 go through 19 Brian Gardner and 18 Gary Carswell, local rider Gary Carswell from Morehold here on the Isle of Man. Three Dunlop, six seconds up on number nine Jeffries who is just one second up on number seven Michael Rutter. Rutter in turn, seven seconds up on the very likeable uh, Welshman Cap Davis who would probably prefer to be Ian Woosnam, great golfing fanatic uh, Cap Davis. He enjoys a three-second lead over uh, number five, uh, Ian Duffers, who is in fifth position. And in sixth place, it is McGuinness. Two seconds down, McGuinness. There's number 21. That's Ronnie Smith. Ronnie Smith on the Honda Fireblade. It's already got past Chris Heath on the road on the Chesterfield motorcycles machine that I suspect is probably his production machine that he's running there. So Joey Dunlop, well, he uh, gave this impression. Uh, Jeff Cannell says, do you think he was sandbagging? And we got that impression on the Thursday afternoon at the uh, the wonderfully hospital hospitable uh, Honda uh, garage uh, where we saw Joey and had a quick chat with him and he smiled when we said were you sandbagging there's Big H Paul Hunt another rider coming back off injury crashed at the Northwest 200 last year and in fact due to go for surgery in the uh, next few months number 24 Steve Day spelt with an E not with an A on the FC Moore decorators R1 I don't think we can tell you any more than that we've got the top six down there and uh, I think Patrick's gone into siesta mode any more coming Patrick or are you as a true local government officer having your fourth break of the, oh no, it's the afternoon, you're probably on tea break number six at the moment, aren't you? So what about that? William Joseph, 
all the stocks are pulled out. Bob McMillan of Honda Britain after the Northwest 200 said, look, we've got to do something rather special. As Jimmy Hodson, number 28, comes through the hairpin, we've got to do something rather special. Let's get a World Superbike engine across here and as much of the World Superbike chassis as we possibly can. A nice little Steve there, nod of the head from Steve Linsdale on his R71 and number 23, that is uh, John Barr. Yes, well, nice to see you, John. Very pleasant. He's got the production bike out, gives it a little toot on the hooter. And I think that's just about it. So as we uh, have uh, number 29, Adrian McFarland, is it going through? We can go some 13 miles ahead over the mountain to the Motorcycle News Grandstand and Peter Neal. That Ermintrude's a right cow, said Florence in a flounce. FM Helmets. Protection beyond convention. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road & Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road & Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT Grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. There are great job opportunities in the Isle of Man in accounts, banking, secretarial, IT and customer services at Ability Plus Employment Agency. Call into their offices on Prospect Hill, Douglas, or telephone 662165 for information on employment prospects in the Isle of Man with Ability Plus. The lights are on. I can hear the machine. I can't see it yet, but now I can. And it's Joey. Joey Dunlop crosses the line now. He's ahead of Ian Locker. Joey leads on the road, and he looks determined. He passed him between Governor's Bridge and the crossing of the line here, and 159.8 miles an hour was the speed he crossed the line. That's number four, McGuinness, followed by number two, Cap Davies. We've got the watch started on Joey to see the time difference between him and number nine, and that is David Jeffries, of course, at exactly one minute was the time difference at the start of this race. But Joey leading on the roads and uh, really giving it the full welly, no doubt about that. 169.6 is the fastest we've seen so far now. And it's now 40 seconds. There's Michael Rutter, number seven. He's safely through, but we're looking now for the time difference between numbers three and number nine. That's number five, Ian Duffus. He goes through safely. It's 50 seconds now since Joey crossed the line. 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59... 60, Joey is still leading, there's no doubt about that, but what will the time difference be? We're looking for number nine. Is this him? It is, David Jeffries there now, he crossed the line, I stopped my watch, and I stopped it on an unbelievable ten seconds. Ten seconds unofficially, we have the Joey Dunlop leads David Jeffries at the end of the first lap. And Joey's opening lap as number... Six goes through, and number six, that's Gary Dines on the 500, and there's number eight, Blair Deggerholm. Joey's opening lap was 18 minutes, 39.6, 121.31 miles an hour. Number one, Ian Locker had a lap in 18 minutes, 59.7, 119.17. But Joey leads, leads the race on our unofficial times by some 10 seconds from David Jeffries. That's Jason Griffiths and Jim Moody. Jim Moody, the Glaswegian, pouncing on the Ramsey man as they disappear for that plunge down Bray Hill. 
It's a repeat of last year because last year in the Formula One race, Joey Dunlop led David Jeffries at the end of the first lap and at the end of the second lap. It was a four-lap race, of course, last year, which was uh, reduced to four because of the spill involving Paul Orrett at the bottom of Bray Hill on the first lap. And uh, time's coming. In fact, we have that number seven, Michael Rutter, and number four, John McGuinness are ahead of David Jeffries at the moment. So, the battle here now, let's it re... Number three, Joey Dunlop leads number seven, Michael Rutter, by three-tenths of a second only. Number three and number seven is the battle now. In third place, that's number 14, Sean Harris. Let's get this leaderboard out. Number three, Joey Dunlop leads by three-tenths of a second only from number seven, and that is Michael Rutter. Michael Rutter in turn, 4.6 seconds ahead of number four, and that is John McGuinness. John McGuinness is 5.2 seconds ahead of number nine, David Jeffries. David Jeffries in turn is 10 seconds ahead of number one, and that is Ian Locker. In sixth place, we have number two, Cap Davies, five seconds down on Locker, and in seventh place, number five, Ian Duffus, just eight-tenths of a second down on number two. So, has David Jeffries got a problem, or did he just, did Joey just really battle? Well, it wasn't just Joey. The others all came past him as well. We'll work that out and think about it after this break. Boing, boing. I'll give him like boing, man, said Dylan. FM Helmets. Protection beyond convention. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Rodham Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Rodham Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Number 12, Jim Moody has come up into fifth place and he's just six seconds down on number nine, Jeffrey. So it's three, seven, four, nine, twelve and one. Jeff. Mark Flynn, though, is your retirement. What's up? Um, I've got a bit of a nerve problem in my shoulder and it's making my hand go numb and I can't hold on, Jeff. It's not okay. I can't hold on. That's a result from the crash last year, two years ago, is it? Yeah, there's lots more injuries, but this one's been a real problem. Okay, what's, what's, what's the patches like on the mountain? Are they all right? It's a bit dodgy. Okay, a bit dodgy, says we go to Morris at Glen Helen. Yes, indeed, and Dunlop's just gone through here, absolutely flying, leading obviously on the road. Uh, he's ahead of Ian Locker on the road, and that, of course, is evident, but the time gap we're looking for is the 40 seconds of the starting interval, 4-2. So there's uh, number Guinness, of course, who is holding on to that correct in third place, followed by number two, Nigel Cap-Davis. We await the arrival of Michael Rutter, who was obviously flying as well, and, uh, well, we can begin the speculation, really, what is it all about? Is it that Jeffries, perhaps, is not quite on the pace we may well have expected from the practice leaderboard which has allowed this to be a very tight race indeed so uh, number seven here he is now that's Michael Rutter round the long left hander and safely away and Michael Rutter really was flying there on that V&M and uh, well 0.3 of a second we had it posted back at the grandstand so he must have pulled some time back down the mountain number five is next is uh, Ian Duffus Ian who was uh, third last year on the Fireblade and he was, I think, around about 8th or ninth position at the grandstand. Another one we've got to look for, obviously, is number 12, Jim Moody. Back to Jeff for a moment. Yeah, Paul Hunt's in and the steering damper's gone, I think. Has it snapped? Uh, yeah, it was going OK. It was wobbling a bit, but um, I caught up uh, three ahead of us and it was going fine. And I'm getting a lot of tanks up and so 
look down, it's not worth it. Okay, back to Morris at Glen Helen. Yes, thanks, Jeff. Uh, disappointment there for Paul Hunt. We had him moving up into about ninth place here at Glen Helen on lap one, so as he obviously indicated, he was going well, but problems and obviously uh, wise to retire if he can't uh, hold that with the damper. Number six there is Gary Dines. Well, it was expected that he would be dropping back up pace. Number eight is Blair Deggerholm. Blair, who was 12th last year on the uh, Wilson and Collins uh, Kawasaki. Uh, just back to the uh, grandstand for a moment. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Come rain or shine, the venue on the Central Prom in Douglas guarantees the hottest TT action. Happy hours, two live bands every night, racing action with TT and British Superbike stars, plus the fair biker babes, bringing some very warm fronts and other bits your way. So for the ultimate storming TT party experience, get into the venue tonight. Well, OK, let's uh, get this leaderboard in position and let's uh, be able to inform you what a great race this is. But it is Dunlop who leads by two seconds now from Michael Rutter. So that's slightly increased from what it was nine and a half miles ago. There's then a six second advantage that number seven Michael Rutter has over number four, John McGuinness, who maintains that third place. Two seconds ahead of number nine, David Jeffries. So Jeffries at the moment, some 10 seconds behind Dunlop. And that is surprising. I think that was 17 just caught going through that's Gordon Blackley was 14th last year ahead of number 16 Adrian Archibald Adrian who was in retirement at the pits last year there were the first four we've given you three seven four and nine 13 next is a uh, Ewell Duncan of course uh, riding with that number on number in fifth place numbers one and 12 we can't separate them that's Ian Locker and Jim Moody they are jointly in fifth place but 13 seconds down on number nine David Jeffries seven seconds ahead of seventh place man number two Nigel Davis so that's number 17 going through. So it wasn't Gordon Blackley who went through before. I apologise for that because I missed that one. 11, James Courtney, who was fourth last year. James on the Ducati. And of course, James, who had the spill, I think, out at Greba last year. Uh, in seventh place, we've just given you number two, Nigel Davis. He's five seconds ahead of eighth place man. Uh, number five, that's uh, Ian Duffus. But it's Joy Dunlop who continues to lead, but only by two seconds. A very, very close race indeed. After, well, the second circuit here at the end of this, it'll be pit stops and there's going to be all action in Gasoline Alley, that's for sure. Second place man is the one really to watch Michael Rutter there. 19, Brian Gardner. 11th for him last year on the Honda. 18 now is Gary Carswell. The locals that uh, have been mentioned, he was 15th last year on the Yamaha. So just looking back to that leaderboard, a great run too by John McGuinness on the uh, Vimto Honda. Uh, John, who was also a retirement at the pits last year, looking to go better. But Joey Dunlop leads. He's had uh, already some 23 wins on this course. And is this going to be win number 24? Well, it'll be a while before we know that. And certainly there's a lot more people who are going to have a, a say in that shake-up, not least of which number seven, Michael Rutter. 21 now is Simon Smith. So the news from Glen Helen, lap two, is that Dunlop leads by a slightly extended uh, margin. Two seconds from number seven, Michael Rutter. Rutter in turn, six seconds ahead of four, McGuinness. McGuinness, two seconds ahead of number nine, David Jeff. Then it's 1 and 12 together, that's Locker and Jim Moody, followed by 2 and 5. With that, back to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. En tête après le premier tour du circuit, le numéro 3, Joey d'avance sur le numéro 7, Michael Rutter. Presque 5 secondes d'avance sur le numéro 4, John McGuinness en troisième. Peter. Danke, Mavis. Joey Dunlop hat hier nach der ersten Runde 0,3 Sekunden Vorsprung vor Startnummer 7 Michael Rutter. Dritter ist Startnummer 4 John McGuinness. Er liegt 4,6 Sekunden hinter Rutter. Damit zurück zu Peter Neal. 
We've had a request, please, once again for spectators around the course not to use flash cameras, especially understand around the waterworks area. If you have a camera that has automatic flash, please just put a piece of tape over that flash. It's very dangerous to riders. Please do not use cameras with automatic flash. So, we've got a big difference there then from here. And I can tell you also that number 42, Sandra Barnett, is circulating well and pretty well on course uh, in position on the road at the end of that first lap. And uh, more brakes. Boing! It's time for bed, said Zebedee. Protection beyond convention. FM Helmets. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT Grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Now, as I was saying, Sandra Barnett, numerically on the road, is uh, keeping up with the rest of the competitors. 57 and 58 go past us. They're on their way. We're on their way now to Motorcycle News at Ramsey Hairpin. You couldn't have written a better script, could you? Your man, the Silver Fox, 48 years young, William Joseph. And here he comes now. He leads on the road. And this is exactly his cup of tea. Jim Stewart holds the board out. Let's uh, just start the watch there. That beautiful machine. Let's do it now. He points the rear wheel, he points the rear wheel, he wants a back tyre, he wants a back tyre, he'll be coming in as we now get number one Ian Locker, and he was a bit slow on the pointing, he suddenly had an afterthought and uh, just pointed to the rear tyre, that Joey will just wants a rear tyre, no indication on the front. This is the ride for me though, John McGuinness, what a ride this is, and this machine is by no means in the same division as that machine that is being ridden by Joey Dunlop, only his second ever meeting on the big four-stroke for John McGuinness as uh, he rode at the Northwest 200, rode the 500 V-Twin here last year, that's uh, Cap Davis going through good quality a little shake of the head from cap davis then as he ran wide and got onto the dump staff a little shake of the head but we're awaiting then on number seven 42 seconds has elapsed so joey is increasing this lead here comes michael here comes michael he just popped it into the corner now stop the watch there 48.2 is eight and a quarter seconds that has moved up what was a two second advantage is now up to eight and a quarter seconds here at ramsey so on those 15 miles the demanding 15 miles joey again has shown his superiority here comes number nine this is uh, David Jeffries David Jeffries he sits on the saddle no sign there number five Ian Duffers follows along behind gingerly as they go over the damp uh, patches under the trees and they've got to exercise caution we see a number of the riders the back wheels just fishtailing left and right as they get on the power with the damp track uh, as the water just comes down off of the cliffs uh, coming down from the waterworks up ahead well Jerry Dunlop would be well on his way now heading up on toward the mountain a man who by his own confessions doesn't really enjoy scratching with another rider too much on the circuit enjoys to set his own pace and what a pace this will be this of course is pit stop time and with that uh, a Suzuka 8-hour factory Honda rear end on that. It'll be a split-second rear wheel change as far as they are concerned. Jeffries has gone up into second place. Well, we can now show that Jeffries has gone up into second place. So it's all beginning to shuffle about. Whatever the problem was, he's now taken the second place away from Michael Rutter. It's uh, Dunlop by six seconds. Joey Dunlop by six seconds only from number two. I'm just looking there to see Jim Moody goes through. And... 
no, no problem there. Jim Moody is through. So the drama continues. Whatever the problem was with David Jeffries, he may have scared himself. He may have had a moment. He may have been taking it just cautiously with the particular tyres he's got on board. Whatever. He's ridden through it and Jeffries is now back on the boil. Number three, Dunlop, leads by six seconds from number nine, David Jeffries, just two seconds up on number seven, Michael Rutter. But Michael Rutter is just one second up on John McGuinness on the second of the Honda Britain Vimto Honda SP1s. Well, what a marvellous, marvellous ride this is for the 250 lap record holder, John McGuinness, current leader of the 250 British Championship back home on the short circuits. Behind John McGuinness being shuffled in there goes Ian Locker, Hector Neal's rider on the Tempo Auto Salvage R71, which really is an R171. That uh, machine, the same as Jeffries, the same as Michael Rutter is basically a 1000 R1 chassis with a little bit of uh, R7 chassis uh, grafted in and then the 1000 R1 motor whereas the machine of Cap Davis, Nigel Davis, that is a, an R7 chassis pure and through and they've slotted the R1 motor in. That really is an R71. Well do I, can we shuffle uh, Locker in? He's fifth. Ian Locker is fifth. 22 seconds down on John McGuinness but just two seconds up on Jim Moody number 12. There's Sean Harris number 14 just going through the hairpin on Pat O'Kane's uh, uh, R1 so we've got uh, leading Joey Dunlop number 3 by 6 seconds from number 9 David Jeffries 2 seconds up on number 7 Michael Rutter but but it was just 1 second that Rutter led from John McGuinness here at the hairpin then 22 seconds back on uh, McGuinness we have Ian Locker running in 5th place 2 seconds only up on Jim Moody and we can then shuffle in Nigel Cap. Davis, Nigel Cap Davis and Ian Duffus, they get shuffled in in what position 7th and 8th as uh, James Courtney goes through there, yes that is James James who uh, incidentally uh, for the Tandra Gear uh, has moved across for a right hand gear shift and a thumb operated rear brake and he says he's adapted to it like a Dr. Water, the legacy of course of his crash down there at Griever Castle on the 250 last year that has left restricted movement in that uh, right ankle so uh, let's just tell you what we've got then it's Dunlop from Jeffries, from Rutter from McGuinness, from Locker, from Moody. Seventh up there, number two, Cap Davis. Eighth up, number five, Ian Duffers. And ninth position, number ten, Jason Griffiths. So we move ahead once again for the action in Gasoline Alley and we fly ahead to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. I'm working myself up into an absolute frenzy, said Ermintrude. FM Helmets, protection beyond convention. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. All the latest news... The tests, the analysis, and you can get it all a day before anyone else. Motorcycle News. Get the TT Special Edition here on the Isle of Man on Tuesday. 
The light is on over number three. How many times have we said that over the past 25 years? It indicates to us here at the grandstand that number three, Joey Dunlop, is safely through Cronk Nimona and down for the pit stops. And the pit stops, as we said earlier, they'll be crucial in this race with just, what, nine seconds covering the first three. In fact, the, the first four, nine seconds only, two V&M Yamahas, two Hondas. It's a real battle for supremacy in the Duke TT Formula 1 2000 race. Number four, John McGuinness. Number one, Ian Locker, also indicated as having circulated the corner. Well, it's not quite a corner. It's more of a sweep, isn't it? It had Kronk Nimona. And we reckon it's about uh, a mile and a bit down, about a minute that they take to get down once the uh, light has come on. So we're listening now for the first. Here he is. Let's go down and join Jeff. This is the test. Honda versus Yamaha. Joey with the back wheel to get in a double-sided swinging arm. He comes into the stop box ever so sedately. His pit is right by me. He accelerates up to it now. We'll get a time after the pit stops. The bike goes up onto the jack now, and this is what they've practiced so many times. Changes the visor. The petrol is going in as Locker and McGuinness arrive. The wheel goes in onto the hub. The spindle has to go in. There's McGuinness and Locker side by side coming in. Joey's spindle nut goes on and the job is done. The petrol is not in so they've beaten the petrol and away we go now. Electric start on it and we start the watch. A minute till Jeffries has got to get here and the crowd applaud the mechanics and rightly so. Further down, McGuinness with his twin struggles to get the wheel into that machine as well, and Locker ahead of me. And here now is Cap Davies and Michael Rutter. John McGuinness is not quite ready to go yet. His wheel is in. There's Davies, and here is Rutter. Whips in just ahead of McGuinness. McGuinness, what's the problem? He's checking to see is the wheel okay. He gets the thumbs up. Rutter changing his helmet. Remarkable. Jeffrey's at the pits now, though, and we're waiting for a timeout on him. Okay, Down on the Honda, but plenty of time to go yet. New wheel for him as well. Takes a drink as Duffus comes in right behind him. Now then, we're coming up to that minute, which was the corrected starting time. And we're ready to go. It seems pretty leisurely, but the pet, petrol's not in as yet. There's the minute gone. Jeffrey's clutch in. The jack is still on, though. And away we go now, and it's seven seconds. Seven seconds. Jim O'Hanlon gives me a nod. I think that's correct. Seven seconds now as Duffus refuels. Also a rear wheel change here. And off we go. Not too keen to start that one, though. In fact, it won't go. Duffus's machine is struggling to restart. It will not go, and he's stuck at the side. The mechanic pushing like fury as Degaholm comes in and Duffus's machine is not going and he's moody on the fire blade Degaholm and Jason Griffiths Jim changing his helmet wheels being changed on nearly all machines here now and what a job it is without the single swinging arm and Duffus's machine refuses to fire he's still down the bottom end and it won't go what a shame for the Scot and Moody just checking everything over. He's very calm about it. It seems to take an age for the petrol to go in. But let's go, go, go. He goes. And she fair all lights up. But Duffus, of all things, is stuck down the bottom of the pits. And his machine will not restart. Let's see if we can get a quick flash from Tim O'Hanlon here on the times. Yes, well, I make it nine seconds because Jeffrey's took about two seconds to get it. 
engine fired up and therefore Jeffrey's nine seconds behind Dunlop seven seconds ahead of Rutter seven seconds ahead of McGuinness and Moody 17 seconds further behind okay well clearly the fire blade can't keep with the trend but he's a retirement for for Blair Daggerholm what can be the trouble with the big Kawasaki what's up uh, rear brake's gone. I got got no rear brake at all, so don't want to let us go. Okay, that is a shame because you're going all right. Duffus's bike is being reversed up the pit lane, almost certainly a retirement as Gary Dines whips the big rock four cylinder two stroke Yamaha in. And what a disappointment there. Two top men in the top ten gone, Daggerholm and Duffus. And it just won't fire up. It just never even lit up after the refueling at all. And Dines looks like a retirement. He's off the bike. Gearbox problems, is it? What's up? What's up? I don't know. <laughs> what engine or gearbox? Uh, engine, I think. Okay, engine problems as Sean Harris whips in, the New Zealander. And it looks like Duffus is out of the race. And what a disappointment. Doesn't work for you at all, does it? Seems like the battery's gone flat. Of all the things, a chupney component. Uh, just one of the things at the TT, you know. Okay, what's conditions like? Is it wet? Yeah, there's a couple of wee dodgy bits, but generally 99% good. Okay, well, I'm very sorry. One of the great competitors there, and he's had us at the pits now and ready to go. Clutch in, bottom gear. Three, two, one, bang! And she just slips a bit there. Yule Duncan comes in. Courtney is behind him. Courtney with the big twin Ducati. Whips it in smartly. Front brake on, lifts the back wheel very slightly. Yule Duncan calm enough at the pits. And 19, Brian Gardner, whips in a Mark John's bike there, Courtney at the pits, calm stop here for him, Gary Carswell are coming here but I'm sure the leaders will almost be at Motorcycle News, Glen Helen. Indeed they will Jeff, uh, we await the arrival of Dunlop as the crowd begin to stir. Nine seconds is advantage at the grandstand, one pit stop out of the way but there's another one, the waves of the crowd tell me he's here, round the right hander, round the long sweeping left. Always the same line, always very smooth. Never looks as though he's going that, that fast, but absolutely brilliant and uh, superb performance. He's got a nine second advantage, so the clocks are on now, but it'll be some time, obviously, before the rest of the chasing pack are due. Nine seconds the advantage over number nine, David Jeffers, at the grandstand. He, in turn, had a seven second advantage over Michael Rutter, and a further seven seconds on that was John, behind that was John McGuinness. And they'll be charging through here as they come up through Glen Helen. Machine is in view. First one of those is number four, so that's McGuinness, and right behind him is Ian Locker. So this Formula One, in almost perfect conditions, is turning out to be an absolute cracking race. And we've, uh, well, we've only just two laps gone, or just over, and uh, disappointment, unfortunately, there for Ian Duffus, and also, well, a flat battery, quite amazing. And Blair Daggerholm, who put his ambition down as being a podium position, well, it won't be in this race, but here's number seven, Rutter. Michael Rutter on the VNM. Neat, stylish, those day-glow leathers. He's ahead on the road, of course, of uh, number two there. That's Nigel Cap Davis. But there's number nine. That's David Jeffries. So uh, he's still caught up time there on uh, Michael Rutter and maybe has uh, extended his advantage, which was seven seconds over Rutter, who was lying in third place on corrected time. So uh, Ian Turnbull starts to shuffle those times and we'll see what lead Joey Dunlop has here. 
on uh, lap three at Glen Helen after the first of uh, two pit stops. An absolutely amazing performance. All of those uh, early runners with uh, wheel changes successfully completed. But there's always a risk when you go in the pits, and certainly Duffus has found that. So I can tell you that the lead has been reduced, however, by David Jeffries. He's pulled two seconds back on that nine. It's now seven seconds. And Jeffries certainly, after the first lap, where he seemed to be a little gingerly, to say the least, and uh, was quite obviously lost a lot of time, has begun to pull that back. And uh, this race is not over by a long, long way. Because not only has David Jeffries reduced the time difference to seven seconds on number three, Joey Dunlop, but he's now 12 seconds ahead of Michael Rutter. So he's pulled out. I uh, thought that was the case. It was certainly visual as they went through here. The gap has closed, however, between Rutter and uh, John McGuinness. John McGuinness just five seconds down on Michael Rutter. Another machine interview. Number 12, Jim Moody. He's safely through as well. And, of course... Uh, Dunlop now will be coming across some of the later runners. Uh, number 10, Jason Griffiths. Well, on the rail, Kells, uh, Yamaha, Jason might have hoped to have been a little further up. He was in sixth place last year. Uh, we had him down in ninth at the, uh, as they passed here on lap two. But it's Dunlop who leads by a reduced margin, seven seconds over number nine. A pre-race favourite and... Uh, Leader in practice, David Jeffries, who uh, I think is beginning to move on a bit now. He's 12 seconds ahead of Michael Rutter, who is in third. Rutter, in turn, has a five-second advantage over number four, John McGuinness. John McGuinness, who will be looking to improve on his retirement of last year, lying in that fourth place. And then we start to get the gaps, because it's then 24 seconds uh, back to... Uh, in fifth place, number 12, uh, Jim Moody, who's just gone through, who's eight seconds up on in sixth place, number one, Ian Locker. Ian, of course, who was uh, first away... Uh, but it wasn't very long before Joey Dunlop uh, passed him. I think it was Ramsey, in fact, on lap one, or certainly just after that, that uh, Joey Dunlop got ahead on the road. He's had a clear road ever since. He's negotiated the pit stop, but I think Jeffries is on the charge, and I wouldn't be surprised to see that lead reduced even more by the time they get to Ramsey. Remember, it's seven seconds here that Dunlop leads number nine, David Jeffries. It's the Honda leading the Yamaha. Then in third place, number seven, Michael Rutter. Number 54, as I thought, they're starting to mix it with some of the later runners. That's John Reed. So it's another Yamaha in third place ahead of uh, McGuinness, the Honda of McGuinness. So it's Honda, Yamaha, Yamaha, Honda. Then number 12 in fifth place is Jim Moody. Eight seconds up on sixth place man, number one, Ian Locker. Just looking down the leaderboard, another man to watch. Number 16, Adrian Archibald, was going quite well on the Dowd Britain Honda. Another of our Irish competitors. There's number 14. I think that's the one I missed last time. That's Sean Harris, the New Zealander on the PGO Kane Yamaha. Uh, the distinctive green uh, fared outfit, number 14, Sean Harris. So we'll give him a mention because he should be slotting in up there too. He's obviously ahead of number 16, Adrian Archibald. But the news from Glen Helen, lap three, is that Joey Dunlop has a reduced advantage of seven seconds over the man on the charge, David Jeffries. David Jeffries, 12 seconds ahead of Michael Rutter, number seven. He in turn, five seconds ahead of number four, John McGuinness. Then 24 seconds gap to number 12, Jim Moody. Then one, two, ten and 14. With that, back to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. That Ermintrude's a right cow, said Florence in a flounce. FM Helmets. Protection beyond convention. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. 
Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT Grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Selon les temps chrono, c'est le numéro 3, Joey Dunlop, en tête avec 5 secondes d'avance sur le numéro 9, David Jeffries. Euh, lui, 8,9 secondes d'avance sur le numéro 4, John McGuinness en troisième. Peter. Dankeschön. Nach dem ersten Boxenstopp nach Runde 2 liegt Joey Dunlop mit der Startnummer 3. 9 Sekunden vor Startnummer 9, David Jeffries. Und 7 Sekunden vor Startnummer 4, John McGuinness. Zurück zu Peter Neal. It looks like number 16, Adrian Archibald, who was mentioned there, has a problem. His light has been on for some while now that he had passed Kronkdemona, but not arrived here at the end of lap number two. So number 16, Adrian Archibald, who seemed to be going very well, certainly dropped down now. That light's been on, I suppose, now for more than a minute. Could be a petrol problem or something, but he certainly hasn't arrived. But now, Joey will be arriving at Motorcycle News, Ramsey Hairpin. And we can give you the answer to the disappearance of Adrian McFarland. He stopped here at Ramsey Hairpin. He uh, is is out of oil. The oil flags are out, thankfully off of the racing line. Obviously sprung an oil leak somewhere, and here it's himself. Now, gingerly approaches, he sees that oil flag, and he was just on it, in fact, he was just on the cement dust, and neatly through. Well, is he on his way to his greatest ever victory? Well, Jerry Dunlop, 23 wins. He scored some sensational wins, but who would have thought it? Himself, at 48 years young, five times a Formula One world champion, invited to Buckingham Palace on two occasions, the MBE, the OBE. Well, will it be a knighthood for Sir William? Who knows? This boy just goes on and on and on. And to put the minds at rest of all the fans around the circuit, I'll put the question to him. Let's just take this. This is John McGuinness, wonderful ride by John. Well done, John. Flint McGuinness got that little Indian doll painted on the back of the helmet. That wards off the evil spirits. When I put the question to Jerry, Mc, uh, Jerry Dunlop, is he going to retire? He says, no, he ain't going to retire. So Jerry will be coming back again next year. Have no fears on that. There is Ian Locker, four times a TT winner. Not, though, in the large capacity class, with the exception of the 750 production. We've got one minute before we get number nine here. It's 59 seconds. It's one minute. So Jerry still leads this one. Jerry still leads this one. And uh, right now, so Michael Rutter together Michael Rutter on the inside while Michael Rutter and his teammate and Michael Rutter just looks lazily across his left shoulder and DJ storms around the outside and he is now five seconds well I've got 4.78 4.78 four seconds we're going to settle on four seconds four seconds is the advantage to uh, Joey Dunlop that has come down it was seven seconds I reckon that it's probably just under five seconds I've got 4.78 seconds doesn't really matter four seconds five seconds it means that the fastest man on the circuit is none other than DJ from Yorkshire way three times a TT winner all six foot two I mean 13 stone David Jeffries whatever the problem was he's ridden through it Jeffries now is on the charge he of course being quite a large character he uh, gets all the wind buffeting and believe you me at something like 195 miles now for which the uh, V&M uh, uh, machine is geared for on the run down toward the the Highlander on the run down toward uh, Brandish uh, to Brandywell uh, yeah, Brandish isn't it and uh, places like that and even over the mountain mile he has big big problems tucking that frame in behind the little mini little mini screen on the v and m 
are one and uh, he'll know that he's been in a race today will uh, David Jeffries well David Jeffries 20 seconds up on Michael Rutter Michael is just two seconds up on John McGuinness still that battle with Michael Rutter and John McGuinness McGuinness inch by inch foot by foot yard by yard pulling back he's now down to two seconds this is number 12 this is uh, Jim Moody seven times a TT winner on the Honda Fireblade and uh, a slightly more cautious approach up on the inside from Jason well if you look across his right shoulder he could probably look in through his uh, living room window he lives on the estate right to the left here of the Ramsey hairpin Dunlop Jeffries Rutter McGuinness is the running order at this third attempt the mid-time at uh, Ramsey hairpin Moody we can shuffle in yes in fifth position number 12 the galloping Glaswegian. Oh, it's not so much a Glaswegian now. He's moved to the upper part of town, to, to Hamilton, where the old academicals play, the old Hamilton academicals. So posh up there that uh, if you call the fire brigade out, they arrive and say, who recommended us? Well, Jim Moody now is some uh, 35 seconds down on McGuinness, but seven seconds up on Ian Locker. Number one, Ian Locker had his first ride on Hector Neal's Temple Auto Salvage R71 at the uh, North West uh, 200. And he was going well. He was going well there, was... Uh, was Ian, but uh, was looking forward to the TT. Had one or two little problems, including the gear linkage that snapped, I think, in the second race at the Northwest. But nice to see Hector Neal back and taking an interest as a sponsor in the sport. Uh, but his rider is down in sixth place, albeit some, just looking for the time difference ahead of number 10 Jason Griffiths who is 7th 22 seconds back Jason Griffiths some 22 seconds back in 10th uh, position well for the race leader Jerry Dunlop it really is the run over the mountain those 13 miles it's the fast corners where Joey excels and uh, again Joey was saying in our little interview session on Thursday that uh, he found the machine very very heavy compared to the RC45 compared to the RC30 in changing direction and we put it to him well perhaps the reason for that is that you're now arriving down the straightaway so much quicker and of course you're fighting gyroscopic effect whereby the motorcycle just wants to go in a straight line and physically he's got to pull on those bars he's got to use his legs to force the machine down left and force the machine right he says it is such such hard work and uh, while well, he's been in deep training he stopped smoking some four years ago so he's now a much fitter Joey Dunlop this is number 14 Sean Harris Sean who wants to get in on the British Superstock series and the British 250 series a uh, good rider we'll be seeing more of Sean around here a wee bit a little later on he also here on the TT does Sean Harris the shortest ever lap a couple of years ago started the one practice session and got no further than 10 yards he fell off on the start line can't shuffle any more in so uh, before we go uh, back to the start line I can tell you that it is number three Joey Dunlop at Ramsey Hairpin four seconds ahead of number nine David Jeffers 20 seconds behind him Michael Rutter number seven but two seconds only ahead of number four John McGuinness McGuinness 35 seconds up on Jim Moody number 12 who is seven seconds up on Ian Locker and then 22 seconds back is Jason Griffiths. With that, from the Motorcycle News Ramsey Point, we go ahead to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. Boing, boing. I'll give him like boing, man, said Dylan. FM Helmets. Protection beyond convention. One day, you might meet Carl Fogarty. One day, you'll find the bike of your dreams. One day, you might find that elusive accessory. One day, you may find a show that's actually exciting. The new International Scooter and Motorcycle Show. The NEC Birmingham from the 10th to the 19th November. The ultimate day out. The light is on for your man. Joey is through Cronk Namona. 
I can give you a list of retirements. We've heard about Ian Duffus, Gary Dines, Blair Deggerholm and Mark Flynn retiring at the pits. Number 16, Adrian Archibald at Governor's Bridge. Number 17, Gordon Blackley at Craig Nabar. 21, Simon Smith at Tower Bends. 22, Paul Hunt, as we heard here at the pits. Adrian McFarland at Ramsey Hairpin. 41, John Donnan stopped at Crosby Hotel, made adjustments and proceeded after 10 minutes. And 51, Tony Reckberger was black flagged at Selby Bridge, made repairs to break linkage and proceeded after 3 minutes and 22 seconds. There are the retirements for the Duke TT Formula 1 to date so far. Now we turn our attention to the leaders. Number four, John McGuinness has also indicated a crunk pneumonia, but here's Joey. Cross the line now, we start the watch. We have 60 seconds to wait to see the difference between him and David Jeffries. 171.1 miles an hour, Joey, that time through the total MEA speed trap, the fastest to date. 171.1 miles an hour for number three, Joey Dunlop. It's coming up to 25 seconds now since uh, Joey crossed the line. A 71 comes in for his pit stop. 78 leaves us. Number 7 and 9 are also indicated to Kronk Namona. The time difference, remember, between Joey Dunlop and David Jeffries was exactly one minute. Another of the uh, higher numbers. There's John McGuinness. McGuinness goes through. And Joey had a lap there, including his pit stop, of course, of 19 minutes, 3.5, 118.78. It's 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59. The minute's up. There's number one, Ian Locker. And here's a flying yellow machine as David Jeffries. I crossed that stop my watch. 4.5 seconds, I make it. And uh, Jeffries there ahead of number seven, Michael Rutter. I stopped my watch on 4.5 seconds. Joey still leading. The time to be confirmed shortly. That's just off our stopwatch here. There's number 82 getting away after his pit stop. And number two miles an hour slower than Joey Dunlop. So that uh, SB, the twin, certainly is a flyer. And Joey is averaging for the three laps 120 0.55 miles an hour. There's number two, Cap Davis. Another leaderboard man. But just again, it was 4.5 seconds we made it the lead for Joey Dunlop, number three, over number nine, David Jeffries. Numbers 10, Jason Griffiths, and 12, Jim Moody, also indicated there at Cronk Namona. Number 75, below us, having a pit stop, and we'll take a quick break. Boing! It's time for bed, said Zebedee. Protection beyond convention. FM Helmets. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT Grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. We know why you do it. Motorcycle News. You can't afford to miss a thing. Out every Wednesday. 
The official time difference at the end of lap three, half distance. Joey Dunlop, number three, leads number nine, David Jeffries, by 4.7 seconds. In third place, number seven, Michael Rutter, is 21.3 seconds down on David Jeffries. And in fourth place, number four, John McGuinness, is just 5.7 seconds down on Michael Rutter. So it's three, nine, seven, and four, just waiting for the time to be slotted in to confirm that Jim Moody is still holding on to his fifth place. He is indeed, and he's 36 seconds down on John McGuinness, with Ian Locker tucked in there in sixth place, number one, 13.4 seconds down. So it's three, nine, seven, four, twelve, and one, and the important difference is the difference between number three and number nine. Joey Dunlop, 4.7 seconds ahead of number nine, David Jeffries. Joey had a lap in 19 minutes, 3.5, 118.78. David Jeffries, 19 minutes, 7.7, 18.34. So that's the position here. It's 4.7 seconds. What will it be at Motorcycle News, Glen Helen? Yes, indeed, Peter. What will it be here? Because it looks as though, from previous experience, Jeffries has pulled time out on this nine and a half mile run. As I say, one or two of the later runners. The second machine is Dunlops. He's right behind there. Number 79 is going to get a shock there. That's Martin Child, but Dunlop safely through. So we put the watch on and it's uh, one minute on stand corrected time. So John, Joey Dunlop safely through here for the fourth time. Number 80, Trevor Stokes. So will these later runners have any impact? And uh, well, it's potentially possible. No, one, two more together now, 65 and 51. So there's quite a number of them after their fuel stops. 51 there was a Tony Reckberger. He's been around here a long time. As has, of course, our American friend, number 65, Wade Boyd, who uh, puts in regular appearances on this uh, excellent 37 and three quarter mile circuit. But it's the earlier runners. The order's been the same for some while now. Three, nine, seven, four. Uh, those have been the first four. Only the uh, times between them have changed. And will there be any change on this one? But here's number four. That's John McGuinness maintaining that to second place on the road. And flying through here. That looked very quick. Quicker than he has been before. So we'll see whether he's pulled any time back. Number 74 next is another of the later runners, Stuart Noon. So he's through here. That'll be for the third time, of course. But there's number nine. So certainly David Jeffries very quick because he's now ahead on the road of Michael Rutter, followed by one, then 73 and 78, two of the later runners. So number one, Ian Locker, also safely through there. We'll get that time as soon as I can. I can tell you Judd Dunlop still leads by four seconds, so it's only slightly reduced, 4.7 at the grandstand. Four seconds here. It's still Dunlop who leads uh, from Jeffries by four seconds. This really is a cracking race, and there's a... Well, over two laps still to go and yet another pit stop at uh, the end of this lap. So that will be all important again. Number 66 next, David Colwell. We can also mention uh, Sandra Barnett, number 42. He, she seems to be circulating here very sedately and uh, in a similar position every lap. Very competent rider. Number two now, Nigel Davis. Off the uh, bottom end of the leaderboard there, but it's uh, four seconds the advantage for Dunlop over number nine, David Jeffries, DJ there, 71, also through Edward Poole. Then 23 seconds, the advantage that uh, David Jeffries has over number seven, Michael Rutter, who's got a 10-second advantage over number four, John McGuinness, who slots into that fourth place. So the uh, station's remaining the same. The chimes are changing slightly. 82, James Coward on his third circuit as the sun uh, streams down here, now in perfect conditions on this uh, Saturday afternoon for this tremendous Formula One race and it's Joey Dunlop who leads by four seconds from number nine David Jeffries but a lot of racing left in this yet 23 seconds then further back number seven Michael Rutter who's having such a cracking run and he's 10 seconds ahead of number four John McGuinness number 12 
Jim Moody is the man we're looking for next and as we speak he's here, he's round that long left-hander just down to Jeff for a moment Yeah, Gary Carswell's here with half the exhaust hanging off, where did that go? Just coming down the mountain Pity Big shame that, Jeff Roy. Okay, you're going well, shame about that the whole exhaust has fallen to bits back to Morris MCN Glen Helen Yes, thank you Jeff, uh, as you speak there Jason Griffiths has just gone through here uh, Jason, we should be able to slot in round about 7th place also through was number 83, one of the later runners, Herbert Robinson. I think, in fact, he was potentially last away. Number 12, we can slot in Jim Moody, who is still holding on to that fifth place, but 37 seconds down on John McGuinness. That's slightly increased. Number one, Ian Locker, undoubtedly will be sixth. And number 10, Jason Griffiths in that seventh place, just a position worse than, uh, in fact, he was last year. Number 13, Ewell Duncan pulled in here and... Uh, had a chat with one or two people in the crowd, not quite sure what that was all about because he took off straight away. And of course it was Yule who uh, had an incident here uh, last time we were on air, I think back last September. So Yule uh, Duncan still going safely. 17 seconds now, that is number 10, Jason Griffiths is behind number one, Ian Locker, between sixth and seventh. And Locker in turn is 14 seconds down on number 12, Jim Moody. We can slot number two, Nigel Cap Davis. Uh, who was 7th last year, he's now running in 8th position, 14 seconds down on number 10, local competitor Jason Griffiths. So we're on lap 4, it's number 3, Joey Dunlop, who continues to lead. He's led here, uh, well, on every lap so far, uh, but his lead has varied between, I think, 4 and 9 seconds. So it's still been quite tight all the way around. Down the mountain, he seems to pull perhaps a little bit out, and it'll be interesting to see whether he does that on this lap, as they come in, of course, towards their second pin stop. That is after having been uh, visited their Fred over there in Ramsey. But it's number three, Joey Dunlop, who leads by four seconds from number nine, uh, Jeffries. Jeffries, in turn, 23 seconds ahead of Rutter. Rutter, 10 seconds ahead of four, McGuinness. He's 37 seconds up on number 12, Jim Moody. Moody in turn is 14 seconds ahead of 6th place man Locker. 17 seconds beyond that is Jason Griffiths. Jason Griffiths 14 seconds ahead of number 2, Nigel Davis, who's in 8th. With that, back to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. I'm working myself up into an absolute frenzy, said Ermintrude. FM Helmets. Protection beyond convention. When you're at the greatest road racing festival in the world, you need the greatest selection of clothing to mark the event. Make sure you visit the shopping area behind the grandstand. It's open all day, every day, and you'll find the official TT clothing from fleeces to polos, jackets to caps. Plus, there's refreshments available all day. So stop at the shopping centre behind the grandstand. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Après trois tours, toujours en tête le numéro 3, Joey Dunlop, 4,7 secondes d'avance sur le numéro 9, David Jeffries. Lui, 21,3 secondes d'avance sur le numéro 7, Michael Rutter. Peter. Danke Mavis. Nach der dritten Runde Start Nummer 3, Joey liegt immer noch vorne. Jetzt mit 4,7 Sekunden vor Start Nummer 9, David Jeffries. Der hat 21,3 Sekunden Vorsprung vor Start Nummer 7, Michael Rutter. Und dann noch etwas Wichtiges für das niederländische Gespann. Team mit der Nummer 80, Leo Knepers, der im Moment in Juni Mills sein soll, soll bitte möglichst schnell mit dem ganzen Klamotten, Leder und Helmen zum Pedder kommen, also zum Fahrerlager. Leo Knepers in Juni Mills, bring bitte die Ausrüstung für dein Gespann mit hier zu Start und Ziel, damit zurück zu Peter. Thank you. And just to recap once again on the uh, total MEA speed trap, Joey Dunlop went through at 171.11, Michael Rutter at 170, 
and David Jeffries at 168.8. So 171.1, 170 and 168.8, they're the top three. But now it's Motorcycle News, Ramsey Hairpin. Yes, you can add about 25 miles an hour plus onto those speeds for maximum speeds around the TT course. That is just there at the Grandstand. Well, here's himself, here's your man. Let's have a look at this, pick up the watch. Now, let's just keep our eyes on Joey. Any indication? Looks to the rear wheel, looks to the rear wheel. Was not a point to the rear wheel, but he looked to the rear wheel, if that means anything to the boys over there in uh, Pitts Lane. But uh, he was on the boil, and he just uh, kept his head firmly behind the bubble. He's now away, heading up onto the mountain. Well, from here, he's up toward the waterworks, heading then on toward the Tower Bends, and up then toward the Gooseneck. That run then from the Gooseneck that will take him up toward Guthrie's onto the mountain mile, and he'll be knocking on 190 mile an hour plus probably 195 may even be knocking on the door of a shade more than that and it's those two right-handers at the end of the mountain mile that really do take the hard work to bend it away right-handed through there then on the anchors for the uh, mountain box that's the next uh, obstacle that he'll be facing well we await for the next rider on the road it's uh, going to be the number nine man we're looking for the next one on the road of course on the leaderboard is there number four john mcginnis John with that helmet, always remember about that helmet, it's based on the design of an ancient vase, vase or vase, as there is number nine, and that has come down to, I reckon, it's just uh, below, well, just below two seconds, one and a half seconds, one and a half seconds is the advantage, Joey Dunlop has been pulled back now to one and a half seconds, David Jeffries has got the bit between his teeth, DJ triple winner here, last year, well, is he going to steal the thunder of Honda on the final? hurdle of course they've got to go into gasoline alley but the fastest man on the circuit is unmistakably dj he's pulled back some uh, two and a half seconds on the run down from morris over there uh, on the lowlands down at glen helen and the run right the way through the 15 miles and what a tortuous 15 miles that is before they then come on to effectively the run that is almost short circuit style going over the mountain 28 seconds back michael rutter in third place he's increased that advantage though over john mcginnis by some three seconds Flint McGuinness now goes back some 13 seconds back to fourth position. But the chips are really down now. It ain't over till it's over. Joey Dunlop leading by just one and a half seconds from in second place. DJ from Yorkshire way, David Jeffries, the 27-year-old triple winner here at the TT last year. Triple winner at the Northwest 200. Well, he didn't get the triple wins at the Northwest this year. That went to Michael Rutter. Uh, Michael Rutter running third on the, the leader board as we stand here at the moment waiting to shuffle in these extra runners nice little story from joey during the practice week joey went out on his 250 and somewhere's out on the lonely part of the course he ran out of fuel with his 250 knew he had to get back to go out on the bigger bikes so a little bit like paul daniels he fished down in his leathers and pulled out a little length of tubing mysteriously arriving from somewhere saw a couple of bikes parked asked one of the spectators and he siphoned a pint uh, he siphoned some uh, fluid some uh, petrol out into a little milk carton as jim moody goes through siphoned about a pint out into a milk carton put it in the tank and was just about to get started when the fellow said hey that's a neat petrol not two stroke so joey mysteriously appeared with a, a spanner and took some oil out of the front fork and put it in the tank and got back to the start line is there no ends to the man no end to the man's ingenuity rutter then who was running third 13 seconds of john mcginnis we were just waiting to shuffle in number 12 jim moody which we can do 
in fifth position. We confirmed that he's there, but uh, that gap is increasing in terms of the advantage to McGuinness. It's gone up from 37 seconds to 41 seconds. Jim Moody now in fifth place, 41 seconds down on Flint McGuinness. And then in sixth place, it is still number one, Ian Locker. Incidentally, uh, that last time around here at Ramsey Hairpin, uh, Patrick O'Hanlon, when we went off air, did say that Richard Britton is knocking on the door of the top 10. In fact, he was up into ninth position, Richard Britton, at the end, or the third time here at uh, at uh, Ramsey Hairpin. So we've got Dunlop, we've got Jeffries, we've got Rutter, McGuinness, Moody and Locker, but it is very much a two-horse race. There's no d d disputing that. We've got the man from Ballamoney and we've got the man from Bailden in Yorkshire. One rides a Honda and one rides a Yamaha. Well, who's it going to be? It could all be uh, sorted out when they get in toward Gasoline Alley. Very neat pit work on that first trip in toward the pit stop and they've got to do it one more time and remember the only flying lap of this sixth race will be the very last lap and with conditions improving all the time I'm wondering remember the outright lap record 18 minutes 11.4 124.45 miles an hour are we going to see that improved upon would it be your man or would it be DJ and I think uh, just about that, uh, we've got no further time. Yes, we can just shuffle in seventh. Uh, Jason Griffiths, 21 seconds down on Locker. 15 seconds uh, behind him, we've got Cap Davis. So it's 3, 9, 7, 4, 12, 1, 10, and number two. So that's it from Motorcycle News Ramsey. Back to the Motorcycle News start. That Ermintrude's a right cow, said Florence in a flounce. FM Helmets. Protection beyond convention. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Profis fahren Arai. Arai Helme, weltweit die Nummer 1. Holt euch eure Arai Helme in Deutschland in allen Goto Helm Studios. Übrigens, Goto Helm Studio und die Freizeitidee bieten super Reisetouren für euren nächsten Inseltrip an. Arai, there's a difference. We have a message for Leo Knipers, who is at Union Mills. He's asked by Martin Vollebrecht, who is number 80 in the sidecar event, to please return to the paddock with Martin's leathers and helmets. Apparently he's out spectating, Martin's getting ready for the sidecar race, and he'd rather like to be kitted out properly. So Leo Knipers out there at uh, Union Mills, if he could return immediately, please, with the leathers and the helmet. Now the lights on safely for Joey, number three. It threw Kronknamona. Used to be signed post corner, but they're getting that quicker. Went back to Kronknamona now, and it's just uh, about a minute, I think, from when that clock comes on till they get here, because of course it includes a slow corner, so slowish like signpost and the nuke. And let's go down to Jeff. And here he is coming over the skyline here, and this is really tight. Honda versus Yamaha, and Joey's second pit stop. Time him on the line into the stop box now, and a minute now for David Jeffy. But Joey stalled it, but he lights it up with the electric starter. Thank heavens for that. And he's into the pits, and it's another back wheel. Davey Wood just checking. It's a drink for Joe. Change of visor. The back wheel is out. The new wheel is going to go in. It slots in quite easily. There is actually plenty of time, but fingers and thumbs. Joey just checking the rear end. 
Our tools whip the wheel in now, the McNutt with the torque wrench, the fuel is in and we're gone. That was a 30 second pit stop from the line, including that stall. I reckon they did that in about 25 seconds. Now then, can Jeffries get here in the next 20 seconds? 40 on the clock. We're looking up the road. This is not him. He might be in the middle of this group. No, it's not though. It's none of these three. Somebody on the right-hand side as well. It's not him. 50 seconds. 60 seconds is the time we're after. And here he is. He's right behind John McGuinness. 55, 56. 57, McGuinness is first into the box. 59, Joey still leads. It's absolutely neck and neck. There's nothing in it. My watch has stopped it exactly, exactly a minute. And that's the corrected starting time from when the event started. The stand goes in. The back wheel is coming out for a third back wheel for this tremendous race. McGuinness is ahead of him. David Jeffries takes a drink and he's rutter. Can they get a VNM 1-2 out of this or will it be 1-3? Or will the Honda defeat them? Locker into the box as well. Jeffries... Takes his time, very cool. McGuinness and Rutter all ahead of me here. The fuel comes up, the back wheel is in. There's the wrench going. Nips the nut up, off the stand. There's McGuinness trying, they're both going together here now. There they go and McGuinness beats him out. And I get the time out from Tim O'Hanlon there. Jeffries has lost six seconds in the pits to Dunlop. Okay, Dunlop, an absolutely really slick pit stop and here's Rutter going away. And he lights up okay, and now Locker. But this, yeah, I thought he had a clutch problem there, but no, we're away. It is a mighty machine. Wow, they've all gone then. I'm not kidding you. I lie not. My watch is absolutely upright on the 60 seconds as they came in. But a slicker pit stop by the Honda crew took six seconds. And that could be the winning advantage. Jeffries will have to go, but I'm sure he won't uh, let that deter him. He can make it up as he's done already, and he's Cap Davies, number two. Whips into the centre of the pits. And he's the only caller we have at the moment. Paul Hunt standing there looking rueful. And there's no rear wheel for Cap Davies. Just sticks the same one. Sticks to the same one. Fuel in. All the riders finding it exceptionally hot. New visor clipped into the helmet. And two laps to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Uh, we've got a bit more practice. I think just set it up a bit better. I make a start on it now, then. Okay. <laughs> He's Jim Moody now, number 12. The Fireblade just hasn't got the steam. And I bet he wishes he had one of the twins. But it's McGuinness, I think, who's the surprise of the day. Jim Moody changes his helmet again, as he did at the first pit stop. Crossings it himself, and here into the pits is Jason Griffiths. Pulls up calmly in the box. Whips in there ahead of uh, Moody. Ready? Nearly ready now. Off the jack. And forward. Oh, what an electric start it does for you for peace of mind, eh? And Griffiths now. And in fact, James Courtney started his bike with one of the rolling rollers. Griffiths okay here. Windscreen getting cleaned. No rear wheel change on this machine. Must seem like an eternity sitting here when you've been ear rolling trying to save half a second round Hilbury. This tank, you would think it was actually an underground tank underneath the way it takes the time to come up. It's only a gravity fill, of course. Where's it going? Is there a hole in the bottom? No, we're going. Bang, yep. Oh, it hasn't fired. It hasn't fired. Yep, now it does, but that's a few more seconds down the pan for the Ramsey rider, formerly from Pontypool. Maybe 
Tim O'Hanlon now has a bit more of an idea of how the top six looks. Yes, well, as I said, Dunlop has now got a six-second lead over Jeffries. Jeffries, in turn, has a 30-second lead over Rutter. That was 28 at Ramsey. And Rutter is 13 seconds then ahead of McGuinness, which was identical to Ramsey. And Moody has picked up seven seconds. So it's six seconds then that Dunlop is in the lead with two laps to go. Can Jeffries nail it back again to deny the Honda? We'll find out what the gap is at Glen Helen by going over to the Motorcycle News commentary point there and Morris Maudsley. Yes, thanks, Jeff. We await the arrival of what should be race leader, number three, Joey Dunlop. And then we'll have the watches on to see whether he's uh, managed to maintain that distance. He gets the cheers of the crowd and the waves. You'll gather from that that Joey's safely through, pit stops completed, and, uh, well, the Honda pits seem to have the advantage, but will David Jeffries be able to pull that back on the road? So the clock ticks on, and uh, Dunlop is safely through. Could I just remind, once again, the spectators, I know it's exciting, but those with automatic flashes, they're still going off all the way around here at Glen Helen. It's very dangerous. If anybody close to you is using one, please ask them not, or at least to cover up the, uh, the flash on those cameras. So we look down the road to see the second and third place men on the road. That's very close on the road, of course, because McGuinness is going extremely well there. John, who retired last year, uh, but it's Joey out on his own. That is, of course, uh, in terms of the leading group, because, as I said before, there's still quite a number of the later runners that he's going to have to negotiate. Something like uh, over a minute gone now, so certainly he leads. And one, two, three, there's a number of back markers here, three of them, 70, 69 and 68, so... Uh, and 61, so Jeffrey's not amongst those. The back end of that was number 61 there, Jeff Sawyer. 64, another, so there's quite a number of them. That's a lot of traffic that Jeffries is going to have to negotiate. And the clock ticks on, and it looks as though it's an extended advantage because he's not here. There's number four, John McGuinness, but there's no sign. David Jeffries is not with him. McGuinness is on his own. No Jeffries. No Jeffries at Glen Helen, lap five. Joey Dunlop's lead has increased, 79 through there now is Martin Child and here's number 7 Michael Rutter so there's no question about it, Jamie Jeffries has gone missing on that run and it's a tremendous advantage for Joey Dunlop, there's Ian Locker. So Joey Dunlop leads the uh, Formula One on this Saturday afternoon by quite a margin. We'll shuffle in second place man will be Michael Rutter almost certainly following that. But it's Joey Dunlop quite obviously who leads. He's safely through here on lap five. But the news is Jeffries has not made it to Glen Helen on lap five. 50 seconds now Joey Dunlop leads from Michael Rutter. And could this be a seventh win in the Formula One for your man Joey Dunlop? Hasn't won this race since 1988. He achieved his first win back in 1983, some uh, 17 years ago. And a tremendous performance it was then. He knocked up six on a row. Is he in line for his seventh uh, TT Formula win, 24th overall? He leads by 50 seconds from new second-place man Michael Rutter. Rutter, in turn, 12 seconds up on number four, John McGuinness. McGuinness moves on to a podium place. I have some information that Jeffrey's bike was observed smoking going through Balacrane, so obviously difficulties there for Jeffrey's 65 and 51 and some of the back markers, 59 and number two there is Ian, Ian Nigel Davis there trying to get inside, Nigel Davis who'll move up a slot, so obviously those problems for David Jeffries appear to be mechanical, his uh, 
machine was observed smoking through Ballacrane. That's uh, just down from us here, but certainly not made it here up to now. Number three, Joey Dunlop, an absolutely fantastic advantage. 50 seconds now. He'll no doubt be getting the signals, and that will enable him to uh, knock off the pace somewhat slightly, and maybe the chance of that outside, uh, that absolute lap record, or even a lap record in the uh, Formula One has gone. Just confirm, uh, Morris, that David Jeffries has retired at Belleg. Perfectly okay. David Jeffries out at Belleg. Well, disappointment there for Jeffries, and I suppose disappointment for us all in a sense that uh, it was building up in a, tr a tremendous last couple of laps. 78, Phil Neen, the local competitor on the fire blade. He's safely through here, but that'll be lap four for him. Uh, as I was saying, I think disappointment for us all because it was building up into an absolutely fantastic battle. And whilst the Honda crew obviously had the edge in uh, Gasoline Alley, it looked as though potentially David Jeffries just had it on the margins. But that's not true anymore. You've got to finish it if you're going to win. That's number 73 through... And it's uh, Dunlop now, 50 seconds, he's ahead of Michael Rutter, Rutter in turn, 12 seconds up on John McGuinness, so that's not over yet. Number 10 there, Jason Griffiths, he'll move up a slot as well. Jason in sixth place last year on the rail cowls, the Yamaha. So yes, we've got number four, John McGuinness, he's 43 seconds ahead of number 12, Jim Moody, so pretty secure, at least in that third place. Could be a bit of a battle there for second and third between uh, number seven, Michael Rutter, and number four, John McGuinness. 43 seconds then, as I said, John McGuinness leads number 12, Jim Moody, who's in uh, fourth place. He's 11 seconds up on Ian Locker, so Ian Locker moves up to fifth. Jason Griffiths moves up to sixth, but he's 49 seconds down on Ian Locker and just six seconds ahead of Nigel Davis. 82, James Coward, we can give him uh, a mention. Another one of the later runners, but... Uh, Drama, I'm afraid, at uh, Glen Helen lap five, and that disappointment that we already know about for Jeffries is out. But a tremendous lead now for Joey Dunlop. 50 seconds his advantage over Michael Rutter. Rutter in turn 12 seconds ahead of McGuinness, then 12 1, 10 and 2. With that, back to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. Boing, boing. I'll give him like boing, man, said Dylan. FM helmets. Protection beyond convention. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Come rain or shine, the venue on the Central Prom in Douglas guarantees the hottest TT action. Happy hours, two live bands every night, racing action with TT and British Superbike stars, plus the fair biker babes, bringing some very warm fronts and other bits your way. So for the ultimate storming TT party experience, get into the venue tonight. Et il est en tête après quatre tours, le numéro 3, Joey Dunlop. Mais le numéro 9, David Jeffries, a abandonné la course. Il va bien, mais sa moto, non. Hein. En troisième, toujours, le numéro 7, Michael Rutter. Alors, quel scoumon pour Jeffries Je passe le micro à Peter. Danke. Hier bei Start und Ziel hatte nach dem Boxenstopp Joey noch sechs Sekunden Vorsprung vor Start Nummer 9, David Jeffries. Aber der ist mittlerweile bei Ballack Bridge ausgefallen. Also, dass die Reihenfolge mittlerweile so aussieht. Start Nummer 3, Joey Dunlop. Vor Start Nummer 7, Michael Rutter mit 50 Sekunden Vorsprung. Und dahinter Start Nummer 4, John McInnes auf der zweiten SP1. Peter Neal, bitte. The lap record is 123.48 and Joey Dunlop on that lap lapped at 122.61 so will we see a new race record the race record speed is 121 121.06 Joey was averaging at the end of lap 4 retirement quickly 
23, 32, 52 and 80, all okay. And in fact, no, number 32 stopped and made adjustments. Now, Motorcycle News, Ramsey. Yes, and bear in mind, of course, Peter, as uh, Joey now gingerly approaches and uh, very casually takes a look across at the board and uh, he missed it. He looked across the way Jim Stewart is. I tell you what, Jim, that, you've blown your pint tonight, mate. Joey Dunlop, uh, he caught us all out there. Joey Dunlop looked across to see what the pit board said and he missed it. And I'm sure he was looking for confirmation that David Jeffries is out. Well, it's just as well Jim Stewart's going back to Ireland and won't be here for the rest of the week. That's blown it as far as you're... Yeah, kickback side for you, Jim. But uh, Joey, it was a, a ginger, ginger approach and he certainly wanted confirmation of his advantage now anybody up on the mountain that uh, if you've got a spare board up there we can tell you that it was 50 seconds 50 seconds was the advantage to joey dunlop over michael rutter and he's obviously looking to see the confirmation that he is on his own uh, joey dunlop 50 seconds it was well we've got to wait of course to before michael rutter arrives thus far michael rutter who spent that abortive wasted season really in many respects out on the grand prix scene last year running the joe miller nsrv 500 uh, v twin in the Grand Prix. He's picked up uh, I think uh, just one point scoring uh, uh, it was at Donington Park uh, 11th or 10th place at Donington Park that was the net result of the efforts during 1999 as far as uh, Michael Rutter was concerned Joey we heard from uh, Peter 122.61 well bear in mind he's not yet had a flying lap and I don't know whether he got a watch started on this um, situation with Joey I was always going to take the time there's John McGuinness there is John McGuinness was hoping that we might just be able to get a time on Joey Dunlop from Ramsey to Ramsey, which effectively would be his uh, first flyer and only flyer when he comes through to see the end of this lap. There is Michael Rutter, and again, it's a very ginger approach. Laid back. Well, if a, if a guy is laid back, that is the one that is king of the laid back riders, Michael Rutter. Oh, this is a quick approach from Ian Locker. Keeps it on the island. Yep, nice approach. Well, Locker's looking to pick up some ground from somewhere. Here's a tree of them coming up towards us now, headed by number 70, and that's uh, Robert Price. Uh, there's an RC30 in there. That's number 68, and that's Kevin Murphy, and that uh, looks to be number 69, June Maida. June Maida, the Japanese rider it is. June Maida. Ah, very, very good. June, very good. Oh, there's another trio coming up towards us now on the inside. Number 79 on the inside there. That's a Trevor Child, and an SP1, a standard SP1 around the outside. That was number 64, Jonas Svensson. Well, June Maida, he went to the Northwest 200 last year and managed to throw a borrowed uh, 600 Honda away at uh, Mathers Cross at about 140 miles an hour. He managed to fall off in practice here this week. Uh, let's quickly look for the third place. That's the critical one. While well, Rutter is 17 seconds up on John McGuinness. He has pulled out a further five seconds on the 15-mile run from Glen Helen up toward us here at Ramsey. So the uh, Dunlop advantage is 54 seconds ahead of Michael Rutter, who is 17 17 seconds ahead of uh, John McGuinness. Well, I'm sure that he'll be getting that confirmation up on the mountain that uh, he is now well on his own. There is number two, Nigel Cap Davis. Cap Davis on the Steve Linsdell uh, R7 chassis, uh, R1 engined R71. Incidentally, Steve Linsdell, a lap earlier, uh, we were almost wearing him here in the commentary box. He came up at a frightening rate of knots, and he was no way that he was going to stop for the hairpin. And thankfully, he was able to make use of the hard uh, standing lay-by here before rather apologetically waving and uh, going on his way. Well, Cap Davis uh, is his number one rider. Steve himself says, I don't get on too well with this one. I still go back to the Yamaha days when I ran the hub centre steered machine, and that really was like riding an armchair. A perfect ride here on the island. That's the background noise 
of the Fireblade of number 12, Jim Moody, going through. We're going to shuffle Jim Moody in, of course, now in fourth position. He was 43 seconds back on McGuinness. Uh, that will be amended to... Come on, Patrick. 51. 51. And uh, uh, there is number 51. Machine number 51 going through there. And that is uh, Tony Rechtberger. Uh, regular attender here says he comes from Australia well if he does he's moved he actually comes from Austria I think what is known as typographical error so uh, locker now four seconds down on uh, Jim Mudley so we've got uh, Joey just pausing there for Jason number 10 he'll shuffle in there Jason Griffiths we've got leading then obviously enough number three Joey Dunlop 54 seconds up on Michael Rutten number seven who is 17 seconds up on McGuinness 51 seconds back on him Jim Moody and four seconds back on him Ian Locker and then we shuffle in Jason Griffiths Michael Rutter, whilst he's been away on the Grand Prix scene over this last 12 months, has become a father. He and his very charming, very pretty wife, Sandrine, I'm sure Sandrine and the little Bab, are across there at John Barton's house, across there at uh, Crosby, watching uh, the happenings of this. Well, there'll be a few quid coming your way. You'll be able to go and spend uh, a few more pounds on the child's uh, presents and uh, clothing on this one, uh, Sandrine, because Michael is still there in that second place. Uh, Cap Davis gets shuffled in behind Jason Griffiths. Four seconds down on Jason Griffiths. Well, perhaps the hurry-up signals to Jason. Uh, uh, J uh, Cap Davis might just moving up on Jason Griffiths. So that's it then. One lap to go. This will be coming through to start the first flying lap. So for the penultimate time here at uh, Motorcycle News Ramsey Hairpin, we go ahead those 13 miles to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. Boing. It's time for bed, said Zebedee. Protection beyond convention. FM Helmets. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. Well, a little bit more time now to mention those retirements. I can tell you that number 23, Johnny Barton, retired at Crosby. Quite handy, because that's where he lives. Number 32, Derek Lloyd, stopped at Ballacrane, made adjustments and proceeded. 52, Mark Robinson, retired here at the pits. And number 80, Trevor Stokes, retired at Braddon Bridge by the old oak tree. So they're the retirements up to date. And, we and number 20 is retirement also, I'm told, and that is Chris Heath, retired here at the pits. The light is on for number three, and we'll have a watch on this, although Joey, with a lead of, what, some 54 seconds, does not really need to go for a lap record on the sixth and final circuit. He's indicated at Kronk Namona safely as number 63 comes in for his pit stop, and that is Mirko Kalsek from uh, Slovenia. He's in for his pit stop, as I said, 22 different countries represented in the Isle of Man TT races for the year 2000. Can hear a machine is this Joey? It is indeed. Across the line now. And he looks as classy as ever. He first came to the island to ride in 1976. He'd never set foot on the Isle of Man before and said he went out to practice and he followed a couple of riders to see which way the course went. And that's how the legend started. 1976, he still went home with a couple of replicas and he's got a tremendous array now. The exhibition uh, at Summerland certainly well worth a visit with uh, Joey Dunlop's magnificent array of trophies. 23 victories in the Isle of Man, numerous... Uh, TT Formula One World Championships, six F1 races in a row here between 1983 and 1988. 
In fact, the only year he didn't race was in 1989, and that was when he had the spill at Brands Hatch at Easter, and it put him out of the races. But he was so keen, he even arrived on the Isle of Man on crutches to look for the doctor to see if he could ride. And that year, 1989, was when Steve Hislop took over the bike, and uh, he went on to start his first of 11 victories. That's a little bit of history from Honda, and it's now already a minute and ten seconds since uh, Joey crossed the line. Number four, John McGuinness, has been indicated to Cronk Namona for some little while, so the machine I hear should be him. No, it's uh, another of the higher numbers. We don't call them back, but there's John McGuinness. McGuinness goes through at 161.8 miles an hour, so Joey's speed through the fastest at 171.1, and there now is Michael Rutter. And a 1 minute and 35 seconds on my unofficial timing. We'll confirm that shortly. Sub- subtract the 40. In fact, he was 171.3. So I think that's 0.2 of a mile faster than Joey. So a little consolation there for Michael Rutter as Ian Locker goes through. Ian Locker holding on to that sixth place. Ian, of course, uh, the specialist on the uh, 250 and the 125, certainly around the Isle of Man. Let's take a quick break. I'm working myself up into an absolute frenzy, said Ermintrude. FM Helmets. Protection beyond convention. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT grandstand or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. There are great job opportunities in the Isle of Man in accounts, banking, secretarial, IT and customer services at Ability Plus Employment Agency. Call into their offices on Prospect Hill, Douglas or telephone 662165 for information on employment prospects in the Isle of Man with Ability Plus. Well, at the end of that fifth lap, the lead for Joey Dunlop, it's slightly down on what it was at Ramsey Hairpin, but it's still a very healthy 52.2 seconds. That's the lead he has over Michael Rutter. Michael Rutter, in turn, has an advantage of 22.2 seconds over number four, John McGuinness, which is five seconds more than it was at Ramsey Hairpin on this fifth lap. So it's Dunlop, 52.2 seconds ahead of Rutter. Rutter, 22.2 seconds ahead of number four, John McGuinness. And the lights are on for number 12, Jim Moody, and number 10, Jason Griffiths, who should slot in on our wet reckoning into fourth and sixth places, with the fifth spot being taken by number one, and that, of course, is Ian Locker with the big thousand Yamaha from Roos in Wales. There's Jim Moody going through now, so he should still hold on to his fourth place, although it was fairly close between him and Ian Locker at Ramsey Hairpin on this fifth lap. And the ride is now going off. Some of them, believe it or not, just to start their fifth lap. And Joey away on his final lap, number six. And with just, what, 37.73 miles from here, that'll be way down under the 30 miles now, certainly the speed he is going at. So it's three, seven, and four, the first three. It's Honda, Yamaha, and Honda with uh, number one. And number 12, I should say, also on a Honda, that's Jim Moody, and he's in fourth place. There's Jason Griffiths, number 10. So it's 3, 7, 4, 12 and 1 here at the end of lap 5 for the six-time Motorcycle News Glen Helen. There's the cheers. Tremendous crowds here at Glen Helen today, but that's Joey Dunlop safely through round that uh, long left-hander 
and he's going to get of course the accolades all the way around this 37 and three quarter mile circuit of which he's got about uh, well 28 miles to go now for uh, what will be a very very popular and uh, well deserved and uh, absolutely fantastic victory 28 miles to go what a great race this has been to say to be an opener for this uh, 2000 millennium tt and uh, what better way to start it let's hope it happens now would be a win for joey dunlop certainly the uh, tremendous record holder peter just briefly mentioned i know the uh, the Joy Dunlop exhibition, sponsored, I think, by the Steam Packet Company and, uh, and many others. That's taking place at Summerland all week. Open, in fact, uh, from the 1st to the uh, 10th of June. Uh, open tomorrow from 12 noon until uh, 6. Closed on the, the race days, but open each day. Other than that, uh, during the week from 10 till 10, I think, Tuesday and Thursday. And, uh, well, what a, an achievement that would be. Uh, an opportunity to see the 23 times and potentially 24 times winner 63 there is a, another gentleman we'll give that mention to I think Fred mentioned him uh, Mirko Kalsek on the Kawasaki but obviously he's on his fifth lap a little while before number seven a great run by Michael Rutter I have to say and I'm sure delighted to be up in that uh, second seven, second place there's number four second on the road number four John McGuinness Still circulating well, both he and uh, Rutter having a tremendous battle because number seven's with us now, Michael Rutter. So uh, the VM Yamaha holding the day for Yamaha. The sandwich, I suppose, between the two Hondas. Hondas in uh, fourth and fifth, I think, uh, and then a couple of Yamahas, sixth and seventh. But it looks as though it's the Honda day, first and third at the moment. There's Ian Locker, one of the Yamahas we mentioned, holding on to, I think, uh, about fifth place. But Michael Rutter there from uh, Briley Hill, son, of course, of uh, Tony Rutter, seven times winner in the TT races and uh, in a potentially uh, rostrum position there in second place, but some 52 seconds, 56 now, I can tell you. Just missed that number. I think that was possibly James Coward, number 82, going through there. 56 seconds, the advantage for Joey Dunlop. I suspect that the race record is definitely in jeopardy, but uh, perhaps not the, uh, the lap record, despite this being the only flying lap, as Fred has said. Although he has pulled four seconds out on Rutter, uh, or 3.8, in fact, since they left the grandstand only nine and a half miles ago. Number four, McGuinness uh, from Haysham. He's uh, made his debut back in 1996 with 15 place in the junior. He's going to go better than that this time, hopefully. He's lying in third place, but 23 seconds, that's... Uh, only marginally more than it was at the grandstand at the completion of lap five. He's 23 seconds down on uh, Michael Rutter in that second place. But a tremendous performance by all three riders. But uh, I can imagine now all the way around this course, the programmes being waved as they were here at Glen Helen for the, uh, the very popular Joy Dunlop. Second in this race last year, gone one better, and now adding hopefully a seventh victory to his Formula One victories of which he had six in a row back in the 80s. I think his uh, highest average speed was 118 0.54 that was in the last of his uh, six wins back in 1988 there's number two Nigel Cap Davis on the flitted Yamaha from Clearthley and uh, 54 55 in fact one of the later runners Thomas Nolting a newcomer to the course from uh, Germany on a Suzuki uh, not too many of those around but uh, he's got to mention at least number 55 Thomas Nolting the German competitor on the GSXR 750. So uh, Dunlop with an extended advantage, 56 seconds, very comfortable now with uh, 28 miles and considerably less than that to go, ahead of a great performance by Michael Rutter. There's number 12, Jim Moody on the fire blade. We'll be able to slot Jim in, and he's been in that uh, very comfortable fourth position for some laps now. He had, uh, well, he was 51 seconds behind uh, 
Number four, McGuinness at Ramsey. 68 through there is uh, Kevin Murphy, one of the local competitors from Douglas. And 79, Martin Child, another of the Fireblades out there. 68, as we mentioned, a few of these later runners. Sorry, that was Kevin Murphy, so I must have missed the number. Could have been Wade Boyd, because he's been circulating well. 70, definitely there is Robert J. Price. Having said there aren't many Suzuki's, that was another one of them. There's number 10. That's uh, Jason Griffiths. So we'll be able to slot him in shortly, but it's uh, number one. Uh, so far, we've got there your locker. Number 12 we need, but the news from Glen Helen, lap six, is that Joey Dunlop leads by 56 seconds from number seven, Michael Rutter, who's 23 seconds ahead of number four, John McGuinness. Then I can tell you Ian Locker's moved up ahead of number 12, Jim Moody. Moody is nine seconds down on Locker. They're the first five, three, seven, four, one and 12. I suspect number 10, Jason Griffiths, will come next with that back to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. That Ermintrude's a right cow, said Florence in a flounce. FM Helmets, protection beyond convention. Come and meet all the Yamaha stars at Road and Track this Thursday the 8th. Michael Rutter, Jason Griffith, Steve Hislop and David Jeffries will all be there. Make sure you are. Plus, there's a fantastic free prize draw to win the brand spanking new Yamaha Slider. Be there. Road and Track Motorcycles, June the 8th, Tinwald Street, Douglas. Selon les temps chrono, à la fin du cinquième tour, le leader, toujours le numéro 3, Joey Dunlop, 52 secondes d'avance sur le numéro 7, Michael Rutter, lui, 22 secondes d'avance sur le numéro 4, John McGuinness. Peter. Dankeschön, Mavis. Und äh, vor der letzten Runde, Start Nummer 3, Joey Dunlop liegt jetzt mit 52,2 Sekunden vor Start Nummer 7, Michael Rutter auf der VMN Honda. Der hat 22,2 Sekunden Vorsprung vor Start Nummer 4, John McGuinness auf der zweiten SP1 und damit wieder Peter Neal, bitte. Would the owner of 24 BMN make themselves known to the police at Craigner Bar, please? Uh, that's the owner of a vehicle, 24 BMN, please make themselves known to the police at Craigner Bar. We noticed here at the end of the fifth lap that Ian Locker had taken the uh, fourth place from Jim Moody by just 2.5 seconds. So the order was 3, 7, 4, 1, 12 and 10. That's number 27, that's uh, Steve Linsdell, followed by number 30, and that's Colin Breeze, last year's senior Manx Grand Prix winner. So, Joey pumping his way through Ramsey now, and on the climb up Stella Morris and shortly into the view of Fred at Motorcycle News, Ramsey Hairpin. Yes, and not only my view, the programmes and they're cheering him, here he comes, here's your, here's your man himself, the yellow helmet. And this time, uh, Jim Stewart does uh, hold the board out. Uh, Joey ignores it this time, and why not? It wasn't out when he needed it, but there is a way. He's not uh, really opening up the taps as much as he needs to. He's going to coax this one home. Well, it's interesting to note that going back to the beginning of the year, he was asked what uh, he wanted for the uh, for the TT and was offered a Fireblade and said no. He had one. In fact, they sent one across for him to try, and he said no, I'd rather go with the twin. And uh, that's exactly what they uh, they did for him. It was really down to Bob McMillan. Bob McMillan following on the Northwest 200 that uh, got loaded loads of faxes going to HRC in Japan, saying, "Look, we need something. If we're going to get the TT victory back, the place where we've made our name, our reputation, then we need something that is going to be competitive with these Yamahas." And they've done the business. Who was it that once said, "Give me the tools and I'll do the job"? Oh, I think that was Johnny Two Jags in government. 
Still, it doesn't always work, does it? What have we got? Joey Dunlop, 18 minutes, 25.8. 18.25.8. Ramsey to Ramsey. Now, that's just a whisker outside his best lap of last year, which was 18.23.7. So, it's just a whisker. He's obviously eased the pace. He's going to coax it home. He knows he's got, uh, well, he can almost stop for a, a, a sandwich, a hot dog, and a flask of coffee up on the mountain, really, couldn't he? And taking the view and uh, then get back on board and come through for what? Surely looked early on as if it was going to be his most famous victory. He was never headed. Remember, he was never headed, even up until the point when David Jeffs went out on that fifth position, that fifth lap. Here comes John McGuinness. And what a wonderful ride this has been for John Flint McGuinness. Certainly the fascist con fashion conscious amongst us would not go for the colour coding of his helmet with the uh, Vimto leathers. And here comes Michael Rutter. Well done, Michael. Nice to have you back on the mountain circuit, a circuit that his father claimed eight victories. I know that Peter always says seven, and uh, Michael, uh, Michael's father gets a bit off about that. It's eight victories that uh, Tony Rutter achieved on the team. Oh, and Locker's trying. I'll tell you what, of these riders that are trying, then it's Ian Locker, Ian Timothy Locker on Hector Neal's 1000R1 Yamaha. He is the rider that is on the charge. Now, I don't quite know down how far down the pecking order he is. Well, he was up to fourth place, wasn't he, ahead of Jim Moon? Moody, and I suspect that Moody will not come back from that one. Moody was uh, two seconds down at the uh, start, or, or the start for this last lap, and that had increased to, what, about nine seconds, I think, at Glen Helen, indicating possibly a combination of two things, that Locker had got the hurry-up signal, and perhaps that uh, Moody might just have well been uh, losing a little bit of the pace. But certainly Locker, visually, is by far and away the quickest of the riders out there on the circuit. His day will come, of course, later on in the week, when... Uh, four times a TT winner he'll be out with the 125s he'll be out with the 250s and uh, he'll be out with the uh, 600 as well and of course he joins uh, David Jeffries in the team uh, and uh, Michael Rutter and in fact he will be riding Michael Rutter's Northwest winning 600 V and M R6 Yamaha in the junior event 20 seconds Rutter is behind McGuinness now what is the position with Locker uh, with regard to Jim Moody that's the uh, important thing that we've got to, to look to Number 62, that is just going through. Uh, give him a mention. That's uh, Ian Smith. Uh, had a long, qu a quick trip over from South Africa, wasn't it? Ian Smith, number 62, as he now makes the run up onto the Highlands, up to 1,400 feet on the uh, TT circuit. Well, Dunlop on Dunlop. It's Jerry Dunlop running on Dunlop tyres, looking for win number eight, uh, win number 24, I should say, win number 24 for self, and of course, win number 108, and still counting, for Honda. Honda, they promised that uh, when they were really uh, seen off the island last year by those triple victories by David Jeffries, incidentally, that's Cap Davis who has gone through in the background, Nigel Cap Davis. Don't think there's time enough this evening, Cap, for a game of golf. Yeah, you'll probably get one any uh, BT and Duffers on the golf course uh, one evening earlier on this week. We're going to shuffle in locker. Now, what is the difference between him and McGuinness? Not really in with a fight chance on McGuinness 43 seconds now 43 seconds back positions are secure on the top four there's no two ways about that and it really is a question of keeping fingers crossed and everything else here's Jim Jim Moody Jim who uh, has got a very busy week uh, ahead of him running for Honda Britain he's running in a number of the other classes and of course for David Jeffries he'll be looking forward to next Friday when in the senior he'll be able to come back once again on William Joseph Dunlop so Jerry Dunlop win number 24 and uh, what a victory this is 
48 years young, the Philisan kid is going to make it win number 24 and Honda's 108th victory as number 10 Jason Griffiths now makes his final run over the 13-mile mountain climb and drop down in toward Ramsey. We can't put anybody else in there because Moody is 26 down, 26 seconds down on Ian Locker and Jason Griffiths confirms his sixth position. So Dunlop, Rutter, McGuinness, Locker, Moody, Griffiths. Positions are set. That's the news here. Fred Clark, News at 10, Ramsey Hairpin, heading across then to the Motorcycle News Grandstand. Boing, boing. I'll give him like boing, man, said Dylan. FM Helmets, protection beyond convention. Duke Video are proud to sponsor the first Formula One TT race of the new millennium. Duke offer the world's biggest range of bike sport videos, DVDs, prints and CDs. Check out the Duke Video shop in Castle Street, Douglas, behind the TT Grandstand, or visit our website at dukevideo.com. Duke Video, the winning formula for bike sport entertainment. What's that? It's a joke. No, it's not. It has to be. This, my mate, is protection beyond convention. Magic Roundabout, one of the theme helmets, only from FM Helmets. All right, folks, sitting here on the grandstand, we've got about 50 seconds to wait only to greet Joey Dunlop as winner of the 2000 TT Formula One. The light is on, indicating that he is through Crunk Nimona quite comfortably, and uh, shortly he should be on his way down to see us. I'm sure he's going to get a tremendous reception here at the grandstand as he comes in to win. It is packed grandstand, and I'm sure the winning area down there is. Everybody's just waiting for the glimpse. We're just waiting to see him. We can hear a machine. This not him because Andy Fern has not got the checkered flag ready. But shortly he will come and what a reception he will receive. Joey Dunlop, win number 24, the first winner of the new millennium. 1976, he made his debut. This looks like promising. This looks be Joey Dunlop. It is indeed. He comes now and they rise to him. Joey Dunlop crosses the line, and I make that a lap on officially in 18 minutes, 32 seconds. But what the hell does it matter about the lap time? Joey Dunlop has done it. 24th win, and what a win indeed to come back at 48 years of age and win the TT Formula One. And that really is a tremendous performance. The grandstand rose to him as a single person and cheered for Joey Dunlop. And the people now lining the return lane, I'm sure, will be doing exactly the same thing as he'll shortly come into our view. He's taking it nice and steady, but here he is. I can see him now in the distance and very much closer to him than me is Jeff Cannell. Fantastic, and the crowd are going to go wild here when Joey wins his 24 TT and whips it into the paddock here. And he's stuffed Yamaha out with a vengeance, and here he is. What a man. What a victory. Maybe the best ever. Maybe the best. Wonderful, wonderful Joey Dunlop. How did you do it? I don't know. Terrific, that must be your best win ever here. Just getting the gloves off, give him a second. Bob McMillan congratulates him. Joey, that is absolutely magic. I don't know yet. <laughs> well, you can say a bit more than that because you had a tremendous challenge on. Aye. David Jeffries ran you hard. I did indeed, it was heavy work, six laps, and I paced myself the best I could. But 
was good. I enjoyed it, really. <laughs> but you led from the start, so you must have been uh, watching the patches to start with, were you? Oh, I got a couple of real bad ones the first lap. One of the patches like that scared me a bit, but I tried out the second lap was all right. And did you cure that weave in the front end or just put up with it? Saying no one. <laughs> Doesn't matter, you're back home for a 24th victory. Do you think that's one of your best of the TT successes? I right enough, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was a good tight race the whole way. Because it's only a development bike, really. It's it's fantastic to beat the Yamahas with all their pedigree. Well, that was brought here to do a job, and that's that all over. <laughs> you had the faith in it. I had indeed, I. Okay, that's Joey then. Let me try and get out to let the others in. <laughs> you can't get out. It's jammed to the doors here. You can stand here for the Manx Grand Prix newcomers races with two people, you and the rider. But he's now John McGuinness with the other Honda. A terrific ride, really. And he's Michael Rutter's second. And that is a great ride by John McGuinness, who wasn't really expected to get in the top three, I don't think. John, well done. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I just got my head down from the start, tried to work at it. Uh, I see Nigel Davies catching Nigel up a bit, and uh, but I can't be too far away. I got my first board, it was, I think it was a, a four, so I just kept my head down, tried all the way, and uh, everything worked out a dream, really. It was perfect. I just kept going and going at my own pace, and uh, never had any problems. You weren't really expecting top three, I don't think. No, I was expecting a top six, but top three is a bonus. I don't think you need to win practice, do you? you know what I mean? But uh, we just worked slowly through the week uh, to get this SP1 right, and uh, Honda provided me with it, and uh, come up with the goods. <laughs> OK, so first and third for Honda's, then a good result for you. And, of course, you've got about three or four other rides as well. Michael Rutter is here, and the problem at the rear end, I think, but uh, home safely in second position. He's been trying all right. Michael, a good second place there. Um, no holding Joey, though. No, you know, really, uh, he had the better of me today. David was neck and neck with him coming in here on the second pit stop, and he might have got him, but it sounds as if a piston went or something. Uh, I don't know. I've seen him pulled over by Glen Ellen. Uh, I don't know what went wrong or whatever. You must be quite pleased with that, though, really, because you've been away a bit and done other things. Yeah, you know, like, it's taking a bit to get into it. I enjoyed that last lap. Uh, we just had to be a bit careful because it was... Uh, Overheating, we spun the rear tyre as well, so we had a bit of vibration, but otherwise it was uh, the bike went well. Okay, what was it like to start with? Was there a few damp patches here and there? Yeah, it was very slippy in some places, a lot of people going down. <laughs> uh, you know, it was just frightening, really, first couple of laps. So you split the Hondas, the, the twins are first and third, so you're glad to get yours home, and uh, sympathy for David, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you know, I think David was the favourite, and obviously something's gone wrong. It looked as if he took it easy to start with, and then he nailed the gap back, and they were neck and neck coming in here. Oh, it was just a close thing anyways, but, you know, oh well. John McGuinness is going well too. Yeah, he's doing real well, you know, riding a big bike, hard work around here, and, you know, first time thing, so he's done well. Okay, so have you, well done, go in and greet your fans in there, thanks Michael. Those are the top three then. I've never seen a scrum like that for Joey. Listen to this. Two years away from qualifying for a saga holiday, that's all. And he's winning the Formula One TT, his 24th TT victory. Let's now rejoin this throng here. What a moment for the Ballymoney rider. Oh, it's hard going, that's about all you'll get out of him. How does he do it at 48 when riders of 28 can't go anything like it? I don't know whether that was his fastest ever lap. Peter, perhaps you'll know that from the stats, but uh, it must be getting close to it and on a bike that he's not ridden very much, really. No, very, very close indeed. And, uh, it, you know, he missed the absolute race record by 0.3 of a second only. 
Yeah, well, I don't think that counts for too much. But uh, I don't think it would, Joey, one iota. That's, of course, with uh, two pit stops, whereas the race record might be on a race with one. No, it was a six-lapper when Steve Hislop did it. Okay. But uh, David Jeffries was a quicker average speed last year, but that was just a four-lap race. Okay, well, we're heading up to the top paddock now where the rest of the riders go to get the uh, fourth, fifth and sixth if possible. Right, well, let's take a look down the uh, leaderboard as we have it on our computer here then for the moment. The winner, number three, Joey Dunlop, a final lap of 18 minutes 32.2, 122.12, a time for the race of one hour, 52 minutes 15.3, 120.99. Second, number seven, Michael Rutter, a lap in 18 minutes 39.6, 121.31, a race time of one hour, 53 minutes 14.9, an average speed of 119.93. In third place, number four, John McGuinness, 18 minutes 40.5, 121.22, one hour, 53 minutes, 38 seconds, an average speed of 119.53. And I think we now need to just slot in number one. Yes, indeed. Number one is there. That's Ian Locker in fourth place. A final lap of 18 minutes, 31.4. In actual fact, the fastest lap of uh, the sixth lap, 122.21. A race time of 1 hour 54 minutes, 22.8 seconds, an average speed of 118.75. In fifth place, number 12, that's Jim Moody, 19 minutes 14.7. Maybe had a problem on that final lap because it was well down on the others, 117.63. Race time, 1 hour 55 minutes, 8.6, 117.96. And completing the top six, number 10, Jason Griffiths, 18 minutes, 45.2, That's the top six now, Jeff. Yes, he's Jason now, sixth place, and a good result for you there, really. He's got to battle the big bikes. Yeah, it was a tough race, Jeff. Um, conditions weren't perfect, obviously, but uh, it's the same for everybody out there. And uh, just had to sort out where the damp patches were earlier on and take it from there. Okay, but you stuck with it, and uh, it was a hard-fought race. The pace was quite hard, considering there were those damp patches. Did you wait up the first lap? Yeah, I I didn't start very well. I had a a poor first lap, I think, and uh, just tried to keep on going and hope that I'd pick up a finish, you know. Well, you've done that at 117. That's the average with two stops, pretty good. Yeah, you know, happy enough. In the end, the bike ran well and, uh, you know, kept on plodding away and got a six. What about Joey, then? Yeah, just heard he won. Good result, obviously, yeah. Joey, and then uh, Michael Rutter second, and uh, John McGuinness. Yeah, good ride for John as well then, yeah. Okay, but you turn your attention now to the smaller bikes. Yeah, got the 250 out on Monday, so uh, hopefully we'll get a dry day and a good race. I think the weather forecast is good. Good, yeah. Okay, well done. You look tired, though. It's hard going, isn't it? Oh, it was tough out there, Jeff, yeah. Okay, right. And uh, Ian Locker in fourth position. Good run for him. And Cap Davies just congratulating him. Ian, good run there to fourth. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. Um, just, like I say, we're still getting used to the bike, you know, and um, had a couple of slides the first lap, and I think perhaps going first, it perhaps was uh, against me a little bit, because obviously I, I had to find out where the wet patches were first before everybody else, um, and I had a couple of slides at real fast places, uh, Bar- just after Balacrain and a couple of other places, and it just knocked my confidence a little bit, and I uh, perhaps I slowed up a little bit too much, but no, I'm happy with fourth, you know, um, it's only the second time out for this bike, and... Um, Temple Auto Salvage team put a brilliant bike together and you know in a very short space of time so yeah we're happy okay now what about Joey did did he pass you on the road or in the pits or what I forget now um, no he passed me on the road forget where it was but uh, yeah his bike was going well <laughs> he's won it by a street 
Has he? How much? David Jeffries went out. He won by about 50 seconds. All oh, right. Good on him. <laughs> but he enjoyed it though. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to get my confidence there the last lap and over the mountain, and I was really enjoying myself. And uh, I was catching Michael Rutter over the over the mountain quite quite easily. And then uh, he, he could pull away on the bottom part of the circuit, and then back over the mountain again. I could see him again. I decided to catch him again, you know, and run out of laps. Run out of laps. How many do you want then? <laughs> Ten. Hector, happy with that? Absolutely delighted. I can't believe it. Back again after all this time. And coming into fourth place and I see a second ride on the bike there I was, I was hoping maybe for the first dozen I'd have been delighted but to get fourth OK Brian Reid good ride by Ian yeah we're really impressed he's uh, done really well on the bike that was just new at the North West and you know up against all the, the works teams you know it's been a good, res- good, re- good result for him brilliant what about Joey though ah, it's unbelievable huh? it's crazy. 50 seconds he won by he outfoxed everybody didn't he Okay, he certainly did. We said before the race, though, that he might have been doing that. And it's remarkably quiet up here, but uh, Sean Harris, Brian Gardner, and a couple of others. Sean looks in. Cap Davies here also. What sort of a run did you have, uh, Nigel? Pardon? What sort of a run did you have there? It was all right. You know, it was a little bit bumpy. We, we did the Fox last Wednesday, and we obviously we haven't practiced since because of the weather, so... I'm a little bit disappointed, as I say, that we didn't have that bit of practice to set the front end up. Were they too hard or what? No, too soft. All oh, right. <laughs> I was bouncing about a bit, so it pounded. Uh, I had a bit of a pounding, so. But uh, I'm happy with it. I followed Joey. Uh, we, Joey came past me, and the man doesn't. He is just amazing, I tell you. He came to the dump, and he was just left me. I thought, well, see you, <laughs> see you, Joey. I'll see you again. <laughs> a lot of it's in the head. The dump patches, though. If you believe you can stay on, uh, but if you st- start to think you're going to slide, you usually do. Yes, uh, if it's raining, I'll be there, as you know, from the past, but uh, damp, I'm not, uh, I'm not too good in a damp. It's just my confidence isn't there in the damp. It's either going to be wet or dry. But you went okay, a good ride, really. Yes, I enjoyed it, so I'm looking forward to the rest of the week now. I've had a good bit of practice today, so that's helped me a lot, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the week. Okay, so Joey it was from Michael Rutter and John McGuinness. Yes, that was, uh, that was excellent, and uh, the three of the people have passed me. <laughs> not many, not many. Sean Harris, got a tale to tell, I'm sure. Not so easy. Oh, no, I've just got the bike set up way wrong. I mean, we've made massive, massive improvements, but it's just not right. So, you know, hey, you can only live and learn. That's lack of practice, was it, on Thursday? Um, a little bit of that and a bit of misfortune, but that's just the way it goes. You know, everybody's been in the same boat. They got on and did their job and got on them. Yeah. What about Joey winning it then? Joey won it, did he? Yeah, by 50 seconds. Awesome. Good man. Okay, Jimmy Courtney with the Ducati gets it home again. Not quite fourth this time, but a fair run. How do you go? Yeah, it went okay. Just uh, was more or less the practice. We, we didn't get. I was happy enough there to get the finish. Handling all right? Yeah, handling pretty good. Yeah. What about Joey winning by 50 seconds then? What's that? What about Joey winning by 50 seconds? Uh, just got the news there. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what can you do with him? Oh no. Yeah, I'll have to retire him. All right, out to grass and Brian Gardner. How'd you go there? How you doing, Jeff? Yeah, how'd it go? It went very smooth, Jeff. Just the fr- first lap, just on the new tyres, they felt a wee bit unstable, and I thought maybe there's something wrong with the setup. But then the second lap, she was straight as an arrow down, very hell. Maybe the damp patch is affecting it? I just felt it slide once, just before Appledean on the first lap, but uh, it just must have had a wee puddle. Was there good visibility on the top? A couple of sections where you could just see the mess coming in, but it didn't affect the speed at all. No, but it's a bit disconcerting, the first lap, finding out where they are. Exactly, you're just waiting for it to get worse. It's a particular feeling when you see one and you know you've got to go through it. Exactly, are you going to come out the other side? That's right, yeah, I know exactly the feeling, at a much lower speed. 
and uh, Yule Duncan, uh, Steve Day are here. And uh, in fact, there's no exhaust left on Steve's machine here. That's about three bikes that have had that misfortune, actually. The whole end pipe is gone. Where? I don't know. Flying over the hedge somewhere, I suppose. How far back was that? Well, they, uh, they, they black flagged me at Bungalow, but I was going so fast. Saw it at the last minute. Got onto the grass, out of shape, off the bike, on the bike, off the bike. Nearly, I was across the railway line, and then uh, they eventually stopped me and said, let's have a look. I uh, had a look. The, the exhaust was still in the holder. It was just blown out the end can. So I ripped it out and got back on the track and made the finish. So hopefully I get my time made up for being stopped by a marshal. Well, not if there was a legitimate reason. I don't think it's only when there's no reason. Uh, it's a matter of opinion, that one. Uh, just give me a headache, that's all. Yeah, could you feel it beginning to go, though? It would vibrate, I suppose. No, well, I couldn't feel it. I just could hear it. I knew it was like breaking free, but uh, it wasn't stopping me. So it's up to the bungalow quickly to get the pipe now, is it? Well, I don't know where it is. It'll be on a hedge somewhere. All right, well, a good, good rescue. And Yule Duncan. How did you go there? I'm happy, like I just I thought that I had a pump during the back wheel of Glen Helm on the about the third or fourth lap, so we pulled on, checked it, and went on. So, oh, uh, but I enjoyed it, like just started to get it right there the last lap. So, yeah, is it a slow puncture you've got, or was it just a feeling that you've had one and there wasn't really? No, I hadn't a flat wheel. It's just like it's a harder compound tyre we're trying, and she's moving about a bit more than I expected. But you know, I wanted to get the six laps in. I wanted to play it safe, but uh, no, I'm just I was just starting to get it flowing right at the last lap there, so. A couple of people have said that. I think that's because you didn't have enough laps during the week, maybe. I would say that's what happened. Like it's just, you know, even coming over the mountain, which you know it was my weak point, and I started to get that rate, so I was really enjoying the last lap there. Well, you've plenty more racing to do. Well done. Good. Just as well to check. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's most of the top lot, Peter, and I'm sure you've got a few other statistics. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Jeff. We can go down. We give you up to the uh, first sixth. In seventh place, number two, that's Nigel Davies. He had a final lap of 18 minutes, 55.2, 119.65. Race time, one hour, 56 minutes, 1.1, 117.07. In eighth place, we have number 33, Carl Rennie. 19 minutes, 33 seconds, 115.79. Race time, 1 hour, 57 minutes, 55.2, 115.18. The ninth finisher we have, number 19, Brian Gardner. 19 minutes, 12.9, 117.81. Race time, 1 hour, 58 minutes, 4.8, 115.03. In 10th place, number 28, Jim Hudson. 19 minutes, 33.3, 115.76. A race time, 1 hour, 58 minutes, 45 seconds, 114.38. And uh, John McGuinness, Jim Moody and Jim Hudson uh, have won the club team. That's the Darley Moor Motorcycle Road Racing Club. They've won the team prize. Continuing with the leaderboard now to number, we have in 11th place, number 14, Sean Harris. 19 minutes, 35.9, one hour, 59 minutes, 5 seconds, 114.06. But I think that Richard Britton might just have squeezed in there somewhere, so we'll take another check on the computer and uh, still looking for his time. The Manufacturer's Award, incidentally, has been uh, won by Honda, uh, Joey Dunlop, John McGuinness and Jim Moody with the three team members. And looking to see if there's any sign now for the garlanding ceremony. The uh, stage is set and ready. Uh, John Hepburn, number 26, we have provisionally in 12th place. I'm just looking for number 34, Richard Britton. In fact, he is stuck somewhere. He was up in the top 10, certainly, number 34. 
but he's uh, his uh, scoreboard indicates that he's uh, stuck somewhere between Ramsey and the bungalow on the final lap and that's number 40 yes I think he's uh, missed out to so number 14 Sean Harris we can say and uh, number 30 number 26 John Hepburn I think we had didn't we in uh, 12th place 19 minutes 33.3 115.76 a race time 1 hour 59 minutes 20.7 113.01 provisionally in 13th we have number 30 Colin Breeze winner of last year's senior Manx Grand Prix and the absolute course record holder for the Manx Grand Prix in his first TT he had a final lap of 19 minutes 42.1 114.90 a race time of 2 hours no minutes 6.1 113.09 then up into 14th place at the moment we have number 11 that's James Courtney 19 minutes 29.7 116.12 race time 2 hours and 14.7 seconds 112.95 and completing a provisional top uh, 15 number 24 Steve Day 20 minutes 14 seconds 111.88 and a race time of 2 hours and 28.6 seconds 112.74 miles an hour and Ryder still finishing, and this is number 46. He's finished, coming up now the return lane, number 46, and that is Adam Donovan. He was 36 last year, so he'll be looking for an improvement on that. I notice down below now a little bit of activity, ready for the uh, garlanding ceremony for the Duke TT Formula 1 race. All we're missing are the riders, but uh, there's your man, Joey Dunlop. And he looks just as calm and casual as if he had been out for a practice lap, never mind having won his 24th race. Number 43 is another finisher. We'll just mention these boys. They've all finished a very tough race, and that is Mark Diffie. And the preparations are almost ready now for the presentations. Looking down, there's Michael Rudder. I can see John McGuinness also. And Joey Dunlop. And Joey is just surrounded by television, still cameras and uh, he's just as casual just wanders up with his new Vimto leathers on looking very very smart indeed and uh, as if he'd just been out for a stroll, never mind going around the TT course and coming within 0.3 of a second of the absolute race record for the TT Formula 1 race and the world's press, and I mean the world's press gather below us here now waiting for the moment to greet this man and what a man he is moving forward now and I think if we get yeah Joey is ready we want uh, Michael and John to go there as well and they'll be uh, going up to receive the awards and the uh, acclaim of the crowd and it's nice to see normally the grandstand empties a little bit when the presentations come along the gardening ceremony but not today certainly not I think we're ready and uh, I'm just waiting for the signal now that everybody's in position and ready. Well, the flags are there. The riders are there. Well, John is uh, just going to go there in a second. Just waiting for the signal. Are we ready to start? I'm just waiting for the thumbs up. Just waiting for John to go and join them. And I think now we're ready. Nope, they're coming out this way now. That's it. We're ready, and let's greet the first three with the fanfare.
Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Dunlop. In second place, Michael Rutter. And the third finisher, John McGuinness. And the garlanding ceremony is to be performed for the first race of the century by Kate Hoey, MP, the British Minister for Sport, assisted by Peter Duke, the Managing Director of Dukes, who have sponsored this race again this year. And first to the third place finisher, John McGuinness. And now the blue garland for Michael Rutter. And Joey Dunlop only collects red hats. This is his 24th, Joey Dunlop. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the National Anthem. <laughs> 